no. You know, women you monetarily buy men through sex. You know that, right? I was. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Right. We sex. use sex as a a form of <laughs> don't, that don't a work, frequency. Though. That don't work though. Okay. All right. That's good. It don't work. Not for me. Um, sex is just sex, and it has no meaning, no value to you. No. Mm, now, neat. now the connection is different. Now, if we have a connection before sex, but sex won't make me have a connection with you. That's real. It's not going to bring me closer to you. We have to be connected and have a vibe way before sex. And then now sex is just the extra uh, oomph. Like, oh, damn. I wish more women knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, sex can be a weapon, of course. Yeah. But I wish more women knew, like, girl, he don't care how good you think you are. If he's not already feeling you yeah. and vibing with you, you just gave yourself away for no reason. A lot of women feel like once I put it on him, he's good. And then they're so heartbroken mm-hmm. when he's not good after she didn't put her best foot forward. Mm. And now she's feeling all defeated and rejected. Because it's like, he going to forget that in two seconds. Or right. he may remember it and call you later. You know, right. but that's it. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just wish they... They understood the power of that a little more. All right. Welcome to the Rich and Unemployed Podcast, Uncut. And uh, before we start, go ahead and like and subscribe to the channel. And uh, make sure you guys check out the merch. Make sure you guys check out the Discord. And uh, let's get right into it. She's going to take a big gulp. <laughs> we got a very, very special woman sitting here today. It's a nice intro. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. So introduce yourself. Um, well, my name is Sabrina Parr, also known as Get Up to Parr on Instagram. Um, I like to refer to myself as a life coach. I'm a mother, I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm a woman that's all about self-love and empowerment. Mm. I like that. Thank I love you. that. So Tell us about you. Um, you have a, I know, like our conversations on the phone, like you, you get going, and I know I can be a little <laughs> long-winded. So, yeah. um, if I was to describe myself, because you said tell people about me, mm-hmm. I would say I'm truly one of a kind, mm-hmm. and um, I don't mean that in a arrogant way. Like mm-hmm. I just know I'm very different. Mm-hmm. I just know God made me very different and in ways that work for me and the interests that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm athletic, um, really into sports, you know, um, very competitive, like every, like just love to compete. Mm -hmm. Um, powerful, strong alpha woman. Um, alpha woman. Yes. I definitely get that from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, leader, mm-hmm. you know, almost every position I land in is a position of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also understand that in order to be a leader, you have to be able to be a student and be able to follow, mm-hmm. you know, um, very outgoing, you know, tenacious. Like, I think my best attribute is that is my tenacity and my ability to persevere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll stop there. Okay, let's talk about your tenacity and your competitiveness because you recently had a a fight 
a, I did. A celebrity I mean, fight. Was it really a fight? <laughs> I don't. Uh, a, a, a tussle. <laughs> no. So yeah, I did a celebrity boxing match, uh-huh. um, and you know, would never turn on a challenge, especially for a nice little bag. Who ta- who challenged? Who who came about? Well, they came to me mm-hmm. and asked me. Would I be interested in doing a celebrity boxing match? I said, sure. Mm-hmm. And then they said, okay, we'll find you a opponent. Uh-huh. That's how that happened. And, okay. you know, this particular young lady, you know, I think she had a reputation and history of being feisty, very catty. She's fought men. She's fought women. You know, um, she was on a reality show. And I, I feel like she felt like she was up for the challenge. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say much. I just... Continued along the way to wish her luck, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, took care of business. What was training like to be a, a boxer for a night? It was it was different. Yeah. Um, being that I ran track most of my life, track and field is some of the hardest training ever. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you follow it, you understand. Like you use every muscle of your body, head to toe. But boxing was different because um, you really have to have lungs in order to make it in the ring, Mm -hmm. you know? And then what people don't understand is it don't matter about your hands. A lot of times you have to be able to to take a hit. Yeah. And so when I was training, I was mostly sparring with men, you know, they would, they would hit me enough to get me to realize like I'm exposed or I need to move my feet or you're tired. But, um, that first initial hit when you like, Oh, okay, I'm fighting, Uh you know, like you have to be able to sustain that, Mm -hmm. you know, and then want to keep going. Mm -hmm. Some people get hit and be like running, want to get out of the ring, want to stop, want to quit. So getting past that was challenging because Mm -hmm. I'm sparring men, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but it's the best way to learn. So, um, again, because I'm competitive, I was up for the challenge. Um, I would always want to stay longer to work on more things. Um, and sometimes my coach would be like, Sabrina, it's, we're done. It's a wrap for today. Mm-hmm. Go home. We'll see you tomorrow. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing it again. Oh, so you'll do it again? Yeah, I'm kind of under negotiations right now uh. with a new opponent. <laughs> Can't say anything because we haven't signed anything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely open to it. So, like, what, do you, what, do you, what is your goals then? Like, are you trying to be, like, you know, a celebrity boxer? Like, No, I just... You know, honestly, I never, I'm an athlete. So I used to play football, I used to run Mm -hmm. track, I played basketball. Like being that it was athletics and being competitive, it was right up my alley. Like I would never turn that down. Mm -hmm. I do not aspire to be like this professional boxer. I would love to be undefeated though Mm -hmm. in this whole arena of celebrity boxing. Mm -hmm. So. So did you win the fight? Yes. You did? No, no. It was like a fucking tie or some shit or what no you're thinking of somebody else it was no tie i dropped that girl four times oh okay definitely was not a tie you didn't watch it i didn't watch it yeah so yeah dropped her twice in one round and then one in all the other rounds yes so it wasn't okay i went all the way through and then basically by um decision yeah 100 percent. like you it's only considered a knockout if they don't get back up obviously but she mm. kept getting back up I, I i respected her for that she was a um, she was a big woman. She was not. Her shoulders was. I mean, she had a nice size on her, but like yeah. pound for pound, no. Yeah. It was it was a little off, but mm-hmm. you know, weight don't always matter though. Like mm-hmm. you thing about boxing is you have to really know how to throw your hands and yeah. protect yourself and move your feet. 
You know, like when your hands are no longer exposed, right, right. you have to really know how to fight. You can't grab hair. You can't grab no shirts. Mm-hmm. You can't slam them. Like you have to throw your hands. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different level of skill and technique. So it takes a lot of training. So why do you say you're an alpha woman? Just because I'm a leader. You know, I like to take charge. I'm always in front of the pack. I'm always delegating. I'm always, you know, um, calling the shots, to be honest. Now, does that, when when you say alpha, does that come in between, like, your relationships? Like, are you the alpha woman? Do you, Are you that way in a relationship? Do you? I do not desire to be. Mm-hmm. So I desire a man I can follow. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times that's not the case. And most of the times, if that isn't the case, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So if I am the leader, the alpha f- person in the relationship, I know it's not going to work. Mm. I pre- would prefer, even if that's naturally my personality, because it is, I would prefer a man to be like, Sabrina, I got it. Mm-hmm. Like, chill out. Let me handle this. And then I'd be like, oh, okay. He's yeah. capable of doing this so I can fall back. Mm-hmm. You know, naturally as a woman, I want to be submissive. I want him to lead. I want to, you know, just kind of represent what needs to be represented. I don't always want to be the one in the front. Mm-hmm. But there are some men that just they don't know how to be leaders. Even if they have big names or have had big positions, that doesn't make them have a big personality or the um it doesn't give them the capability to be a leader. Mm-hmm. So um, if I had my way, I would marry a man that was an alpha male that would just kind of, even if I tried to step forward and whatever the situation was, he would kind of just push me back and be like, chill, I got mm-hmm. it. I, that's what I truly desire. Mm-hmm. So have you, you say you've been engaged three times. Married once. Married once, engaged three times. Yes. Has any one of those guys been or you ha- you had to be the alpha, or you they yes. allowed you. I didn't. It wasn't an allow. Like I didn't desire to be that. Mm-hmm. It just, I just ha- it just happened that way. Uh-huh. Um, I got along a lot better with the males that were naturally alpha males, and would be like, "Spring, if you don't be quiet, let me, right, right. you know, take care of this." Um, but I will say, you know, um, my past relationships, I was always. The alpha. The okay, so if you're engaged to these, um, what, what what can we call them? Men. Names? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you call them? Why would you, you know, say yes if you know that's not really what you desire to, you know, from a man? Why would you say yeah, you knowing that you know this is not what you really want? If this not if he's not a strong well, alpha male. Obviously, there were other qualities okay. that I liked about him. So you can bypass it. Okay. Yeah, but then you got to understand, like, being engaged and saying I do is saying I do eventually. Like, I will. <laughs> like, I will marry you eventually, uh-huh. which means I'm not saying I'm going to marry you tomorrow. Right. So there's still time for us to develop. There's still time for me to get to know you. There's still time for us to work through things. If those things are not worked through, I'm not marrying you. Uh. So the I do to the engagement is not the I do to... I'm getting married to you. Oh. I'm still parting the. I'm still dating you, even though we're engaged. It's just saying I would love to marry you. I would love to work towards that. Oh. I think it just solidifies where we're going in the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. If a man asks me to marry him and I say yes, it means I'm open to 
marrying you. But I'm also not sold on it, obviously, if I don't do it, because there must have been some issues. And that's just my own personal experience. Right, right, right. Because I have been married and been divorced, I'm now going to take my time. I'm not just going to say I'm going to marry you to every person. I'm not just going to marry every guy that asked, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to break up with every guy that I have a flaw with. You know, like, time has to pass. We have to continue to develop and get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the first time I got married, it was a little too fast, rushed. Mm -hmm. So I'm not making that mistake anymore. But I feel like the ring, the asking, it all solidifies the commitment of the relationship. We're now officially on the same page. Mm -hmm. We can work towards that. Let's be honest. Everything you work towards does not come to fruition. You know, so if it doesn't happen, I would rather it not happen during the engagement process than during we're married and now we got to get divorced. Mm -hmm. Because I get married again. I'm not. We're not getting divorced. It's really death. I'm not going through the divorce thing uh -huh. again. But that means I have to really know that uh -huh. this is my friend. This is my life partner. Right, right. You know, and, and we value our friendships. So we'll work hard and fight for our friendships. So being in a relationship, if a guy doesn't ask you, you know what I'm saying, ask for your hand, you're not taking him serious. That's not true. Mm -hmm. I can take them serious. I just don't feel like we're committed until you do ask me to marry. Now, could you could you date other people? I think that would be between the two. It depends. It depends. Like, if we're not committed and we're both openly dating other people, sure. Right. If you believe that I'm not dating anyone and, and you're still not asking me to marry me, I think you're being a little selfish. Mm -hmm. You know, depending on what point in the relationship like it's been years and you haven't asked me and we're just kind of playing around like right. you do you i'm gonna do me and we'll meet somewhere in between but i'll be honest I, I that's not really been my experience like anybody i've seriously dated they've asked to marry me like honestly what and, is what is it about you and remember i introduced myself as being i described myself as being one of a kind mm -hmm. i honestly believe that I'm pretty good at um, understanding what my man wants mm -hmm. and meeting that desire. And I also know that I put a fear in him to where, like, no man wants to see the girl that he loves with another man. I believe that. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that I put a fear in their heart to where if they don't do X, Y, and Z, they're going to see me with somebody else. I believe that. Just mm -hmm. from... I've had conversations with my exes about, you know, what did you like? Why didn't you cheat on me? You know, what was it about me? Like years later, you know, and mm -hmm. they have expressed these things. So this, I'm only speaking from what they've told me. But, um, and I'm, I usually, I'm friends with the guys that I date. So, like, we value our friendships. Like, if you're truly friends with somebody, mm -hmm. you want to stay with them. You want to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. Like, you want that to last. Like, who wants to lose their friend? So it's not just all about sex and, oh, we're attracted to each other and we're just intimate. It's like, you know, what, what do you do with your friends? Uh, and this is a real question. Like, what do you personally do with your friends? Homegirls, right? No, just your, your guy friends. Oh. Kick shit, talk shit, go out to the clubs, strip clubs, talk sports, trips, fuck women, 
you know. Okay, so if you had a girl you did all that with, that's your friend. Like, you don't want to mess that relationship up. Right. I do all those things except sleep with women <laughs> with mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. with my, my guy. Mm-hmm. So one guy even told me, one of my exes was like, I didn't even want to go out to the club with my boys if you weren't going. I felt like I'm leaving my best friend at home, and if she don't want to go, I'm just going to chill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's deep. You know, like, I'm not even cockblocking. Like, y'all go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I don't want to go. And I would just remember him be like, oh, I'm going to chill with you. Like, let's just stay home. I can't say this, right? My best relationships were the ones that I considered, like, my best friends. Exactly. So I think best I do a really good job with just becoming his friend and, like, understanding Whatever it is that he does for a living, I tap into that. I understand it so we can talk about it. Yeah. You know, what his interests are, I tap into that so we can talk about that. Or so I can, babe, I know you want to go to the Braves game. Let's, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, I tap into that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not just like, oh, girl, I don't know what he's shooting basketball. I don't know what he got going on. Right, right, you know, right. like, because then he could never relate to me. Right, right. And I can never relate to him and we can't connect. Mm-hmm. So if there's a whole bunch of errors of disconnection. Well, then there's space for him to connect on that level with other people, mm-hmm. men or women. Very true. Very true. I so think, I think I do a good job with that. I think I think people skip that that step because I don't even want to be in a relationship with a person if we're not connected on that level. We're not mm-hmm. friends for real. If I can't hang with you in every environment, yeah, I don't think I could be with you for real. Like, I agree. Hmm. And I think because like I'm really a tomboy yeah. at heart. I relate to men. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a house with like 11 male cousins. Mm-hmm. I understand them. Um, hanging out with them. I hear how they speak about women. Mm-hmm. I hear how they think about women. I hear what makes them go home to their woman versus what makes them not want to go home. Like I paid attention to a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And so it just made me aware in my relationships. Like, okay, if I do this, he not going to want to come home to this. Or if I do this, he's rushing home. Yeah. So, you know, I just I just do a good job with, like, being okay with, I want my man to be happy with me, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever that looks like, I want to do that. Okay, so why haven't, okay, you've been engaged three times, mm-hmm. married once, so why haven't those four situations worked? It was three. One of the three I made. Okay, my bad, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a serial proposed proposal. My bad. Um, my my picker was off, to be honest. Just picking wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and I seem to attract men that like need me more than um they need themselves. Yeah. And that's just something that I I just. Like once I made the mistake and got divorced, not saying divorce was a mistake, but like the mistake of marrying the wrong person. And don't get me wrong. He's a great father. We have a great relationship. Like you would never even think we had any issues of how well we co-parent, but um, we shouldn't have got married, you know, at the time that we did. But because I made that mistake, Mm -hmm. I don't want to make it again. So I pay attention to the signs now and I'm not the girl that's just going to like push through just because I've invested time. Yeah. You know, now it's like, listen, if this is off now, I know it's going to be off when we get married. Mm-hmm. And if this cannot be fixed or adjusted before marriage, I cannot marry you. Mm-hmm. And I just have to be okay with that. Right. Some women or even men will just go go ahead and marry anyway just because, well, forget it. You yeah, know, we're here. We're here. Yeah, yeah. We got the kids. We I didn't propose. We didn't set the wedding date. Let's just do it. And. 
let's hope it gets better. I did the whole hope it gets better thing in my first marriage and it did not get better. I do understand like problems are heightened when you're married, Mm -hmm. you know, because now you're with this person every single day, you know, and um, so I just feel like I am attracting. I attract a lot of men. I'm not going to say one type. I attract a lot of different men. The ones that I give most of my time to or say, yeah, I'm going to try this one out. It's always someone that like needs too much from me. And I can identify with them a little bit. So like I take on the challenge, but like relationships really should not be that challenging. You know, like it shouldn't be like a project, Mm -hmm. you know, um, we should both bend, you know, a fair share. Everybody should compromise you know, obviously we're going to have to die to self because that's literally what you're doing in marriage. But it shouldn't be like I now become your caretaker or like without me, you just can't survive. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like I I naturally gravitate towards men that like need me for survival, you know, and maybe that's the energy you give off. Maybe it's like maybe. But mm-hmm. like it's whether I give the energy off or not, I'm not signing up for that anymore because it doesn't work for me. It depletes me. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm constantly pouring out, pouring out, pouring out and never being refilled, then I'm going to be depleted, mm-hmm. you know, and then a depleted woman is a very unhappy woman, you know, and if either person is unhappy in a marriage, it's not going to be a successful marriage. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just trying to, um, you know, change me to attract different things, you know, or because I, like I said, I attract all men of all facets. So now I'm just trying to identify when there's a red flag from the beginning, mm-hmm. not when I'm already in it. And now it's like, oh, my God, he's going to be so crushed if I move, my, remove myself or I'm going to be crushed if I remove like from the beginning. Be like, no, nah, yeah, this is not going to work because mm-hmm. I see this going left already. I think people just skip over them, them, them red flags because we, we ignore them, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I talked about. There's somewhere like I saw all the flags. Yeah. It's almost like we feel like we can beat the flags. Like, oh, we'll t- rip these flags up. <laughs> we'll turn mm-hmm. these flags into stars, sprinkles, and hearts. You all know, right. like, um, and I think that's the competitor in me. You know, that's just like, mm, there's a problem. I, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. I could deal with that. That ran everybody else off. I, 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 I'm strong enough for that. Mm-hmm. When it's really like, no, this is a problem that you should not have to deal with. And so now I'm kind of to the point where it's like, come healed already or I'm out. Because I cannot be, in my last relationship, I will always say like, listen, I can either be your wife or your mom. You got to pick one. I can't be both. You know, and it, and it was like a real thing. Like, I can only wear, I can only be in one position. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I don't want to be my man's mom. I only want to be his wife. So like, you have to be ready to receive a wife. Which means if you have mother issues, you got to work through those. And a lot of times, couples work through that during the dating process. When they're engaged, they go through premarital counseling or individual counseling. And they don't get married until those issues are no longer an issue. But, like, a lot of people skip those steps. Mm -hmm. And then, as we know, a lot of African-American men are against therapy. They feel like, I don't need that. Can nobody tell me what to do? What's a, what's a man going to tell me about me? Or I don't want, it's the famous one. I don't want nobody in my business. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, 
that is a deal breaker for me. Like if you're against therapy, I cannot deal with you. Because how are you going to deal with your issues that arise? Like life is going to happen. I can't be your therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes, there are things I can do and provide that are therapeutic. Mm-hmm. But I cannot be the therapist. You know, like I cannot be the healer. So you, I need to know. So if this happens, what is, what is your first step? What's your first call? Who are you going to? Who do you trust? Who do you admire? Who do you respect? You know, are they married? Are they in a monogamous relationship? Do they cheat on their wife? You know, do they have a relationship that you would model? You know, like, because you won't have to call him. <laughs> you know, you can't call me. Mm-hmm. And that's important to me now. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Did I strike a nerve? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Um, nah, um, I understand the mother issues because I'm not going to say I, I struggle with that. But when I'm with the woman, I need that. Not a motherly feel, but I need affection. Nurturing? Yeah. I need, What's your love language? I would say... Like the top one. Physical touch, affirmations, and... I, I mean, think, that's, that's cool that I you know that, two of them. I think those two. That's, yeah, usually like the top two are like the ones you really, really need. Like anything mm-hmm. else is extra. Yeah, quality time, I could do with not to do without but like that's not it's not as important right right but definitely affirmations and um physical a, touch physical touch i need to be so touched. yeah i understand why you would want a nurturing woman mm-hmm. if you really like physical touch mm-hmm. not a mother though not like someone no, that's but, gonna... but mothers are like the first person that touch you mm-hmm. let's just be honest she holds you she breastfeeds you she yeah. rocks you to sleep she picks you out of the crib so that would make sense, you know, why you would want a woman that has that characteristic. It makes yeah. sense. But have you, asked, have you ever asked yourself, why? Why do I need this? Maybe because I didn't receive enough of it. Bingo. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, because I have my own set of issues and things that I know I need, mm-hmm. and it's because I never received it. Yeah. So then you have to do the work and say, okay. I didn't receive this from who? Do I still have underlying issues with that person? Mm-hmm. If I don't get it from this person, will I still respect them and love them the same? If they're, in, if they're unable to do what I didn't get, will that be a problem for me? Right. So if I can't give you what they never gave you, that's not my issue. It's your issue. Mm-hmm. You got to work through that. I don't owe you that. So you got to come to me okay with me not being able to feel that need during times because I may not be able to do that all the time for you. Mm. That's what I mean by come healed already. Understand why you need it. Like really dig deep as to where that stems from, you know. And then when you can become comfortable and secure enough with, yeah, I like this. But if you don't give it to me, it's not a deal breaker. That's a healed man. Mm. Or someone that's like, you know what? I didn't receive that. But I understand how good it feels. So I'm going to give it to her. So she could feel just as good as I wanted to feel. Mm. That's how I am with my kids. You know, like, I didn't get a lot of love and affection growing up. I didn't get any physical touch. But I wanted it. I desired it. So I get that to my kids so much. They need it. They love it. They look for it. They're not even embarrassed sometimes. Like, my daughter is 10. And I'll just sometimes at the track meets rub her face, hold her hand, kiss her forehead, just 
touch her curls and she's looking around like who's watching but it's like don't stop you know because yeah. this makes me feel really it's, it affirms her mm-hmm. for me to be like well i ain't received that i i can't get that to her you know like yeah. i had to get a, get to a place of healing to understand i can still give out what i never received and the way you do that is you got to fill yourself up first you gotta love yourself you gotta touch yourself <laughs> you know anyways what's, what's your love language Acts of service, one hundred percent, and then quality time. I would think quality time would be number one. It's definitely like I need to see you doing something for me. Mm. Like what? So, as an entrepreneur, let's just say you're next to me and I'm working. Yeah. Babe, what you need help with? You want to take this to the post office for you? You want me to print something out? Mm-hmm. But my clothes might fall off if you say that to me. Like that is like little things, you know, like just or, um, you know, I have kids. I'll pick the kids up today. You know, like I'll get them dinner today. You ain't got to cook like something that serves me, Mm -hmm. you know, that naturally I have to do for myself. But you can take that off my plate like that. Really? You know what else serves me? Like just listening to what I want. Even if it's a phone call, mm-hmm. like don't make me have to tell you to call me. <laughs> like just call, show interest in me, mm-hmm. you know, because there's times where, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're busy. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't always be in the same place. So, like, if I'm not next to you, how can you serve me? Texting, calling, calling more than anything, just random FaceTimes, Um it doesn't always have to be monetary things because that's a, a love language in itself. Like, you can spend money on me and I don't necessarily feel loved by you. Yeah. I could be feeling bought, you know, but right. like using your time to do something for me is service. So, um, just a lot of simple things, to be honest. I like that. Because it's, it's, it's really about the simple things. And like, I try not to buy women at all. Like, mm. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't buy women. I okay. don't. I do not buy women. Okay. Um, not saying I won't. Do they try to buy you? I haven't had that yet. No. Okay. No. You know, women, you monetarily buy men through sex. You know that, right? I was. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Right. We sex. use sex as a a form of. <laughs> don't. That don't work. Frequency. Though. That don't work though. Okay. All right. That's good. Yeah, it don't work. Not for me. Um, Sex is just sex, and so it has no meaning. You, I mean, it has no meaning, no value to you. No. Mm, that's now, deep. now the connection is different. Now, if we have a connection before sex, but sex won't make me have a connection with you. That's real. It's not going to bring me closer to you. We have to be connected and have a vibe way before sex, and then now sex is just the extra. Uh, Oh, like, oh, damn. I wish more women knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, like sex can be a weapon, of course. Yeah. But I wish more women knew, like, girl, he don't care how good you think you are. If he's not already feeling you yeah. and vibing with you, you just gave yourself away for no reason. Like, and then you might hold on to it a little longer yeah. if you understood that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not the girl that's like the 90 day, you yeah, know, yeah. like that's not me. You mm-hmm. know, like you may wait, you may not, you know, you may never, we may never do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just all vibes, you know, but it's like 
a lot of women feel like once I put it on him, he's good. And then they're so heartbroken mm-hmm. when he's not good after she didn't put her best foot forward. Mm. And now she's feeling all defeated and rejected. Because it's like, he going to forget that in two seconds. Or right. he may remember it and call you later. You know, right. but that's it. Mm-hmm. So I just I just wish they, they understood the power of that a little more. We were talking earlier about the guy who was dealing with the celebrity. Um, and how do you... Which one? Because you know I'm a cloud chaser and a groupie, right? That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm out here just trying to get chosen by some rich famous guy. So which one are you referring to? Um, the guy that uh, you you kind of play games with. Oh, okay, yeah. that one. Got I it. don't get that vibe from you. Um, I mean, having a conversation with you, um, I feel like I don't I don't see that at all. You playing games? No, I see you playing games. Oh, but, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't see you a clout chaser or, you know what I'm saying, well, one, of, one of them. I think because you've had more than one conversation with me. Yeah. It's easy to, like, go to my social media page, yeah, yeah. read an article, yeah. or just look at me and be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's just out for whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get that. It's frustrating yeah. because that is not me. I am the furthest thing, the furthest. Like, my friends used to fight me and argue me down because when I was younger, before I started having kids, you know, I was dating. I've been dating, I guess you can call them celebrities, but guys with names for a long time. Mm-hmm. And in my early 20s, I was dating a football player and he was rich and I wouldn't let him buy me nothing. Yeah. Like, I didn't even have a car at the time. I'm still in college. I'm poor. I wouldn't let him buy me a car. And they're like, what is wrong with you? Like, he's offering the car. And I'm like, no, I want to buy it myself. I want to take my own self through whatever and get it myself. And it was, like, affecting him. Because he's like, you're making me look bad that you're riding around. You know, like, but it was like I had a chip on my shoulder. Like, because that, that much I did not want people to think that I was only with him for that. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, I'm much older now, and if you want to buy me a car, thank you, I'm taking it. You know, like, I was stupid. Yeah. You know, but it was just, I was so far removed from being a clout chaser that it really offends me when I hear that about myself. Because it's like, if you only knew the things, I would not accept. Mm-hmm. If you only knew what I'm doing for that person and may not be getting a return. Right, right. You know, like, just out of pure love and care for that person, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. So, like, if I'm messing with you, it's because I genuinely like you and I want to build. And, like, I feel like if your foundation is not solid, oh, that 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 house going to be torn down. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's going to fall apart. And I don't think you can build strong foundations off of monetary things or clout, which clout is just, like, having your name associated with something or somebody for your own personal gain. Mm-hmm. I just made up that definition. <laughs> I think it was pretty good. But, you know, like, that's just, it's just not who I am. It's just the look. I know. Mm-hmm. It's the look. Me and God struggle with that. I be like, God, mm-hmm. now all the women you could have made look like this, mm-hmm. that really is about that life. Why you make me look like this? You know, like, why? Because you know I'm struggling out here. Like, <laughs> literally struggling. But I'm sure he had his reasons, you know, and obviously there's things I needed to learn and navigate through. But it is a look, the light skin, light eye, you know, come on now, the whole thing when really I need to look like (laughs) 
I don't want to say names. I don't want to be offensive, but like, I really need to look like a tomboy. Like, I need to look like I like, like I'm a stud. Like that almost would describe would fit my personality. To mm-hmm. be honest, mm-hmm. not that I like women, but right. just like you see a stud, you automatically feel like, oh yeah, she could be the homie. Yeah, yeah. I could kick it with her. You know what I'm saying? Like we can talk about girls, and it's no pressure. Like that is more my personality than the housewife. Hmm. I don't want to be a housewife. Want to be the I want to be a wife in a house, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be a housewife. Yeah. I want to be a working wife. I want to build with my man. You know, I want to help him get to the next level. I want to push him to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. I want him to push me to get to the next level. You know, I don't want to just be in a house hmm. as a wife. Like I don't. I lit, I'm afraid of that. Like I don't desire that at all. Now, being a wife. Wait, did I even cover what I was going to ask you about the? I don't. I don't nope. I didn't. I did not. <laughs> I don't think it matters anymore. So the question about the guy I was dating. Well, I wanted to. I wanted you to kind of break down of like. Um, I think we were talking about sex, right? We we're talking about how women give the sex up uh-huh. and, and use that as the value. Yes. And when you were dealing with this guy, right? Um, you wasn't so quick to link up with him, so quick to do what he says, so quick to call him or answer his calls and shit right. like that. Like, can you explain like? Why and what does that do to a man's Why mental? Why I was reluctant. Mm-hmm. So initially, let's just be honest. If you're a certain caliber of man, getting women to have sex with them means nothing. It's mm-hmm. easy. You could do that in your sleep. Yeah. You ain't got to pay for it no more. They're not charging. They're buying their own Ubers. They're buying their own flights. They're pulling up just because they want to be around you. Mm-hmm. So I like to feel special. Mm-hmm. I like to feel set apart mm-hmm. and I won't feel special or set apart if you're operating with me, how you operate with everybody. So in order for me to see how interested you are in me, I have to be a little difficult, you know, like I have to have some time to see like what you're here for, mm-hmm. you know, because let's be honest, like if I just have sex with you quick, it's over with. Like the chase is done. done. You might communicate with me just to have sex again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might keep me close enough just to be able to call me when you want it. Mm-hmm. But like there, you're not going to pursue. There's nothing to pursue. You've achieved it. You know, especially if we never even had conversations about relationships. So I will make that type of guy wait longer than someone that I feel like is really, really like green or, but then it's, it's, it's crazy because I don't want to be your best girl. Like I don't want to be the best chick you've ever dated. Cause then I feel like you won't be able to handle me. So I don't want to be the best looking girl. Like I, I want your women to make sense. I want to mm-hmm. look at your exes and be like, okay, you're not out of your league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, she's bad. You know, what you like about her? You know, like mm-hmm. I want it to make sense. I don't want it to be like, oh my God, I'm just so honored to mess with you. Like, I don't, I, you do anything. You know, I don't want that either. Like that's mm-hmm. like a state of awe, but you know, certain men, it's like, I just got to see what you're here for. Like, let me see how much pressure you're going to apply. You know, let me see how you handle this challenge. Let me see if you're going to push through the nose. The not right now. Mm-hmm. The no, I can't make it tonight. What about next week? You know, or let me check my schedule. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Let me see how you navigate through that. Because if you are patient with that, then you may actually be interested in me and me as a person. You know, not, ooh, you saw a picture. Ooh, she looked good. Let me hit her up. Let me get her out here tomorrow and fulfill my vision that she created in your head. Like, it has to be more than that for me. So I, I can be a little challenging. What is applying pressure to you? For me, um, now it depends on our proximity, right? So if you're out of state, um, communication consistently, like not just texting, calling me, FaceTiming me, um, spot annuity, you know, depending on the amount of money you have, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you didn't spend a couple of dollars, sent me some flowers, sent me something to eat, sent me and my girls to do somewhere. Again, it depends on your finances. Um, just constantly staying engaged with me, you know, and if you feel like I fall back, reel me back in, mm -hmm. you know, find a way to be like, hey, what's up? You know, I ain't talked to you or whatever, like, um, and challenging me. So if I'm, if I'm not available, this is what I love. If I'm just like, yeah, I can't come out there right now. Oh, okay, I'll come to you. I love that. Hmm. Please come see me. Please get on, get on a flight and fly yourself out to see me. That's very rare that men do that. It's like, well, I got to come see you all the time. You know, so that is like the height of applying pressure. Let's be honest. In our world of social media, everybody don't live in the same state. So if you're always waiting on me to come to you and that never happens and you never fix that. He don't want you enough. He don't want me enough. Mm. And why do I want to give myself to somebody who don't want me enough? Mm. I can be by myself with you. You don't want me enough, you know, like it's plenty of girls you can do with. I don't want to be a part of that. So that is what I, I'll stop talking to certain guys if we don't communicate enough. You know, if I don't see your face enough, you know, if I don't feel your press pre presence enough, even on social media. Like if you're not engaging, I ain't saying you got to <laughs> post me, but like. You, you should know. My pictures, you commented. should know what I posted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Even if you sending it to me, my own picture to me, and be like, "Damn, you look good on this one." Like, that's you're engaged. You're paying attention. Mm -hmm. You know, because in the beginning stages, everybody is still trying to figure it out. So, um, and then it has to continue. Like that pressure has to continue to be applied. You know, and my ex set the bar really high. Like, he moved the whole state for me. And I'm not saying everybody has to do that, mm -hmm. but it let me know, like, men will really come after what they want, you know? So the whole, oh, I can't, I'm busy, I ain't got time, that's a lie. That's, mm -hmm. that's BS. Yes, you do. Make it. Find it. Okay. Figure it out. How do you separate being thirsty and giving you that... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, 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 attention. The attention. The pressure. Being thirsty and applying pressure. Well, let me say this. No woman. I'm not going to say no woman because we're all different. For me, if I already like you, if I'm already attracted to you, you nothing you do is thirsty. Mm -hmm. Everything you do, I'm going to find a way to like it. I'm going to find a way to make it acceptable. Okay. If I don't like you... You're doing too much. Mm -hmm. And I need you to chill out for a second. And we can catch energies, mm -hmm. right? So let's just say I already like you. If I'm like, dang, I'm busy this weekend. I can't get out there. Okay, well, I'm going to come out to get a hotel room and let's just do lunch. That's not thirsty to me. 
that is showing me that you like me. Mm-hmm. I did have a guy do that. Like, I could not come see him. Didn't want to. And he was like, oh, I'll just fly out there. Oh, no, no, no. you're overstepping your boundaries. Because I didn't like him. Okay, how I just didn't to, like him. How, how was the guy supposed to know that? Because he can sense my energy. Uh-huh. Like, if I'm not calling you back or talking to you as much okay, as fact. you're doing me, mm-hmm. bro, I'm, you're probably in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Like, just pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm just responding because you hit me up, we could just be cool. And I just don't want to be controversial. Right. But if I'm never the initiator of the conversation, or if I never say, like, when I'm going to see you, you know, when we're going to get together, mm-hmm. when I'm seeing you again, you know, whatever, what's put me on your schedule, then I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really, and I'm not really interested. Mm-hmm. And y'all know that. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all can sense that. It might be a challenge. You might try to push through anyway and be like, oh, I can break that. I can break her down. Please don't think you can break me down. <laughs> don't, don't try to break me down. Because <laughs> if I have any interest in you, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a shot. Period. Okay. I'm going to let you shoot it. Now, let's speak about you being um, a baby mom. When we was on the phone, you was like, I'm going to be the best baby mom ever. <laughs> and um, a lot of women. I don't think I said that. Well, I think I said I am the best. Baby. Okay. Not going to be. Going to be. Am I, something in that nature. Okay. Okay. A lot of women, um, they're not like that. I don't have any children, so I, I, I never experienced that. But yeah. I've seen what my other Good friends have, have dealt with. And women typically hate the baby mom, the the other, well, not the baby. I'm sorry. They hate the other woman mm-hmm. that the baby dad is dealing with, and Correct. so like, how can you bring your, how can you take your emotions out the way? Because you don't, I mean, you don't have feelings for this guy anymore, right? So like, how can you you push that to the side and be like, you know what? I'm going to allow this person to be around my kids, to be cool, and I could be around this woman. Like how, what is it? Is it because you have confidence? What I, I, and ladies do not be mad at me. Don't unfollow me. (laughs) Don't turn this off. But I really feel like if you become really secure with yourself and secure doesn't mean I like everything about me. Secure can mean even the parts I don't like about me. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I can work to get better at that. Mm-hmm. But when you really become secure with yourself, everything ain't going to shift you and affect you so much. Like you can just move past things, you know, and you understand like, hey, people do stuff. People are human. Yeah. So I think women hold on to the hurt that they've experienced because it gives them a sense of control. Like I've relinquished all control when it comes to my ex-husband, because it doesn't serve me to keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have accepted we are not going to be together. Period. Period. There's nothing I can do or that I want to do for us to get back together. Mm-hmm. So now we have to focus on just being a parent. But because I'm secure in knowing I can move on, there are other men that may be attracted to me. There's going to be another good guy. Everybody is not the same. Like, because I believe those things, I don't hold on to that. And I think women just struggle with acceptance and 
the fact that like they just have so many insecurities that if you hurt them, they're hurt forever. Mm-hmm. They're forever needing to combat with you because they're still mad at you. Like I can't continue to argue with somebody that I'm no longer mad at. I'm not mad at anything my ex-husband did. Nothing. That doesn't mean he didn't do anything wrong. I'm just not mad at him anymore. So I can call his wife. You know, if he don't answer the phone, I can call his wife and be like, hey, where's my son? You know, like, and she ain't going to be like, oh, my God, why is she calling me? Like, we know it's all love because I created that environment for them. I made it a peaceful environment. And I had to heal through, like, I had to get to that place, though. But, like, and even while I was healing, I still created a safe space. Mm-hmm. Power and control looks like, oh, you ain't going to be with me? Well, guess what? You don't have to break through all my walls and all my guards to see your son. And you have to see him over here. Well, you can't handle by it. Like, that's just too much. Please come get your son so I can go outside and <laughs> not have to pay for a babysitter. Please come get your son. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be a single mom? Right. Like, on purpose. Like, on these purpose. women kill me where it's like, you don't want to give the kid to the father but then you're trying to find a babysitter. He is the, ba- ba- let him babysit his kid and go about your business. Like you might find another man or create a space for another man to find you if you get away from your kids. You know, like, I, and I truly believe like you attract the energy that you ditch out. Mm-hmm. So if I am harboring hurt, I'm gonna attract hurt. You know, if I have an attitude all the time, well, he going to call me with an attitude, and now we arguing. If he knows, like, I can call her and talk to her and it's going to be peaceful, he's going to present peace to me, even if it's a hard conversation. Mm-hmm. But it really takes work after pain. Like, I get it. Pain hurts, right? All of us. We've been in pain. We've been hurt. It takes a lot of work to get to a place of saying, you know what? That hurt me, but it did not define me. That pain did not define me. And there's going to be other things in life that bring me so much joy. So, like, the joy has to overcome the pain. And I I just feel like women just don't want to get to that point because they feel like they let the man off the hook. You know, and I don't mind letting anybody off the hook if it brings me peace. You ever just been on the phone and just hung up Mm. and just felt better? (laughs) Like, woo, I'm just so happy out of the phone. Like, that is how it feels Uh. to me. Like, let me Mm. let you off this hook so that I can sleep at night. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of how I look at it. So, you know, I feel like I don't give my ex-husband any issues because it's they're going to be issues that present itself just by us having a kid that's going to make bad decisions mm-hmm. and good decisions and decisions we're going to have to collectively work through, you know. Mm-hmm. So why add to that? So, you know, I don't know. Now, would you have a relationship with the other woman? Like a friendship? Like, I do. Mm-hmm. I literally do. Um, I, you should. Because we're moms. Right. We're going to connect way more than him. You know, it's certain things that as mothers, you know, mothers are mothers, fathers are fathers. I cannot be a father. A father cannot be a mother. So from mom to mom, it may be something I need you to do for my child or address in my child because they're spending time with you. If I don't have a relationship with you, how can I convey that? Hmm. Or anything I try to convey and may come off as controlling or be trying to tell you. Now, I do have a, a, a big personality. So there's times where, you know, I may FaceTime his wife and be like, so y'all not going to brush my son hair today? 
<laughs> you know, like, and she knows, like, oh, shoot, you know, like, I'm sorry we was rushing, you know, blah, 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 but, like, that's in love. It's not like, oh, you just got this girl over there and shaming, brushing my son here. That's a different message. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, treat him like yours, and I cannot even openly say that if I'm not okay with you, if I don't have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, true. I like that. So do I. It, it's, it's working great for me. For all of us. I pray I never have baby moms, but if I do. I pray you don't either. Yeah, I, I pray I they like good. you. How are you doing this good? You Pull like out game. Oh. Mm-hmm. You haven't met the right one. What that mean? Keep having sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I had some good ones. You ain't met the right one. I had some good ones, man. I just, you, ain't, you haven't had the one. I get up out of there. The one? You're stuck. I know. Like, have you talked to the guys that have had these kids? Yeah, I mean, some niggas. Like, they, they pull out game was good until it wasn't. <laughs> like, sometimes, y'all a little weak, but, like, sometimes y'all just get the one and it's like, I just couldn't. I just was like, F it. And you haven't met the one yet that it's like, I, I want her to have my kid. Like, her qualities, her genetics, like, please have my kid. You haven't met her yet. I, I mean... I had a situation with my ex, you know, I like she was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. And it didn't happen for us. So after that, I was like, you know what, I'm straight. (laughs) (laughs) It was close. It was close enough and it didn't happen. All right. Let me take that as a sign. Let me chill. I mean, I never push babies out of wedlock. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not the way to do things. Mm -hmm. But I truly believe like you haven't had that happen because it ain't been the one yet, to be honest. Have you had, are you like the abortion guy? Nah, no. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm against abortions, but I will so give I. you, I will give you the option. I'm like, if they ask me what you think I should do, I'm like, I think you should do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not going to take, I think you should keep it because that might not be best for you. Like it, mm-hmm. I might want you to keep it, but if that's not aligned So you with, never been in that situation? Yeah. Oh, okay. And oh. I, I told her that, but she was mad at me because I didn't tell her to keep it, but that's not my body. You know, women, we're crazy, right? <laughs> we just say anything. That's not my body. I can't tell you, look, keep, I want you to keep this baby. She would have been mad if you told her to not keep it. All right. Like, she would have been mad either way because either she's way. emotional and she's probably mad at the situation. Yeah. So, we're a little challenging at times. Very emotional. Thankfully, I've never been in that situation. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you about um, your tumor. Oh. Um, yeah. You're pretty vocal with it, and mm-hmm. um, you're not afraid to express it. So, like, what happened? I let people stress me out. It was it was some stress. Yes. When I really, you know, talked to the doctors and really got down to what caught, like, how I remember asking myself, how was someone this health as healthy as me sick? Yeah. And it all stemmed from, it all went back to stress. He was that stressed out? Yes. And see, this is the thing. I carry stress well, at least I thought. I can just handle it. I can take it on. I can take all the hits to the chin. I can take all of it and keep going and stride. Like, things can be going on and you will never know what I'm going through because I just don't wear it. Mm -hmm. But my body is carrying it. My body is overworked. My body is like, listen here, you got to put something down because we're tired Mm -hmm. and stress, hormones, you know, tumors and hormones will kind of go like side by side. Um, Hormonal balances cause all sorts of 
issues with women and men. And so when I realized when I started having the symptoms, it was around the time that I was like deciding if I was going to break up with my ex or not. The husband? No, my past ex. Mm -hmm. Me and my husband have been divorced since 2016. We have not argued since then. So when was this tumor? Last year, 2019. 2020 is when I started experiencing the symptoms. Mm -hmm. 2021 is when I got the surgery. Mm -hmm. So, and it was crazy because I'm feeling symptoms and still can't even address them. I'm convincing myself, oh, it's this, it's that. Because I'm so involved in what we got going on that I can't even focus on myself. What were the symptoms? Bleeding. Pain while having sex. Um cramping like feeling like i'm on my period and i'm not um extreme bloating and like you know i'm like the fitness lady like i know how to get some bloating off nothing was working um and then the having pain with sex was like really crazy um like from one to ten like how much pain some days it would be like a ten where i would just have to stop damn yeah, and while bleeding, what bleeding? It was frustrating, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, I was just like self-diagnosing myself. Oh, I might have a UTI, you know. Oh, maybe I have a bacterial infection, you know. So I would go to the doctor and be like, "Hey, I just need a UTI pill," you know. This is what I. Then it would come back negative. No, that's not what you have. Okay, well maybe it's a back. Like I'm just telling myself what it could be. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm having sex too much. You know, I was engaged. I was in a relationship. So, you know, get it in. But none of that was the case. And they wasn't finding anything. And I'm just like, something's wrong. <laughs> like, I don't care what y'all haven't found. You got to find it. Like, something is wrong here. So, so then I just stopped having sex and was still having the same issues. Obviously not paying while sex because I'm not having sex, but... You know, not to be like explicit, but like pain while putting in my tampon. Mm -hmm. That should not hurt me. It's this big, it's cotton. You know, like why is this painful? And where was this tumor? In my ovary. Okay. So, um, you know, just went months with just ignoring it, months with self-diagnosing myself, months through trial and error until they finally was like, we need to send you to a specialist. Something else is going on that's beyond our imaging. And that's when I discovered it. And then when it was like, we really got down to, because I just kept asking questions. Well, how? Like, I eat great. I exercise. You know, like, how does this happen? And they're like, well, what's your stress level like? You overworked? Are you going? And I'm just like, all of the above. Stressed out. I'm grieving. I'm overworked. <laughs> you know, like. What caused the stress? Was it from your ex? I, um, I am convinced that played a major, major, major role. Like, I was stressed out pretty much every day in that relationship. Mm -hmm. But I was just handling it, carrying it, just carrying it, just carrying it. Because, you know, I'm just trying to push through. He needs me, you know. My energy affects his energy. Um, let me see this thing through or whatever. And I think women have, like, accustom themselves to feel like if the man isn't cheating it's worth fighting for mm -hmm. i got to a point where i was like just cheat <laughs> like just do that that might be a little easier at this point because he was not cheating on me it was just so many other things 
And um, it was just rough, but I was just, I was stressed out every single day and I was just bottling it. So like, if you think about what happens when you bottle something that overflows, mm-hmm. you know, you can picture something that's overflown in this bottle. It's, it's going to burst or it's going to damage the outside of the bottle. Or things are going to form within the bottle because it has no space to flow naturally. Like, that's what was happening inside of my body. And it just got to a point where, you know, it was just nothing else I can do. The damage had been done. So when you got the first, the news of the the tumor, um, like, what what was your feelings? Like, how, how did you feel about that? And was it cancerous? Cancerous. I was scared. I went into an immediate panic, like, oh, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, I just told myself, like, oh, I'm going to die. Like, this is the end. You know, just thought the worst. Um, kept it to myself. Mm-hmm. Tried to hide it. Didn't want my kids to have to deal with it. Um, at the time when I found out, I was coaching track. Like in the middle of the season, both the kids was at my house and my niece was living with me. I just had a lot of responsibilities and I felt like I can't even address it right now because that's going to require me to have to sit down and work on myself. And like if I'm a woman that's used to working on everybody else, like what is really working on yourself? Mm-hmm. So just pushed it on the back burner until it got to a point where it was like, OK, this is really messing me up. The thing, like when I found out about it, it was maybe six and a half centimeters wide. In a month and a half, it was 12 centimeters wide. That's how big it was. It was just how fast it was growing. Mm-hmm. And so then it's causing other issues. So I'm like, all right, Tamarine, we got to figure something out because you're going to have major issues if you don't do something about this. So um, it really helped me learn how stress affects my body. You know, and then develop new ways to cope with stress, identify when I'm stressed out and then address it head on and not in hindsight months later. And, you know, just had to make a decision, had to get rid of some people that was stressing me out, whatever that was. And that was tough to do. Mm-hmm. Very tough. What was the what was the surgery process like? Um, I mean, being that I've already had five surgeries in my life. I'm like a surgery pro, but um, I do remember coming out of surgery crying, um, which I was really emotional. I don't know why, but like, I remember asking them, they, so they were supposed to do two incisions. I asked them like, how many incisions did you do? And they were like, we had to do four. And I broke down. And I don't know why. I just think I needed to get it out. But um, it was a eight week recovery, eight to 12 week recovery. Just like can't push anything, can't pull anything, can't lift anything. So obviously can't really work out. Um, that was tough. Mm-hmm. But use that time to kind of work on some other things. And here I am. You know, I've overcame that. Um, still have some lingering issues from that, which is also frustrating. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's all teaching me. It's like my body's way of saying... No, we still got some work to do. We still have some things to work on with ourselves. We still got some people to get rid of. We still have some habits to change. 
Um, we still have some things we need to develop. Like it's like my body's way of telling me how to grow. So at what point did you break up this the ex? Mm. After surgery? During before. Before. Yeah. Um before finding out about the tumor? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I started having symptoms in like the month of September. I officially broke up with my ex in December. Mm-hmm. And it was like, broke up with him once in November and then we got right together. Mm-hmm. And in December, I was like, yeah, I'm done. There's no way I can stay in this and stay alive or stay myself. Like I'm dying here. Mm-hmm. And that was tough because it was unexpected to him. Because I think, you know, when you get back with somebody, you think like, okay, we're in it now for the long haul. And mm. in my mind, I'm still trying to find a way to break this thing off. But I'm just not communicating that with him. Mm-hmm. So it was rough. Now, you did, um, your body changed. Because I've seen the pictures, like, you kind of, like, lost <laughs> lost everything. Like, your shape. Like, you just, <laughs> you're like a completely different person. Yeah. Um, how did you bounce back? Oh, that's what I do. Right. I'm the bounce back queen. Bounce you back. Know? <laughs> Sometimes I purposely be like, I'm about to show y'all, uh-huh. you know, a three week before and after. But um, any bit of adversity pushes me to go hard, mm-hmm. you know, prove the naysayers wrong and also show the supporters, girl, you can do this. You know, it's not all about the haters. It's also like. People, supporters go through things and they feel discouraged. And it's just like, use me as an example. Let me be the leading example that, yeah, like life can hit you and you can still recover from that. Mm-hmm. You know, it need come out even better. You know, it's hard and it's time consuming, but it's possible. So like proving to myself, like this is possible. It just, it, it just makes me feel that much more confident about myself. Because it's easy to just lay down. Easy. Or go get surgery. That's the yeah. That's easy. You'd be like, well, I'm about to cash these doctors out and mm-hmm. just snip this, do that, but put this here, you know. But everybody can do that, you know. Like, I don't not, think it's the same. Not it's not. It not everyone. Yes, but like working out and pushing through those hard days yeah. teaches me how to get through everything in life. It gives me the courage to let go of the guy that I really like that's not treating me that mm-hmm. well, you know, like. Be strong as a single mom on the days that I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Like it really helps me navigate through life in a a way that I couldn't if I didn't already prove to myself, like, Sabrina, you can do all of this, mm-hmm. and you can rest. You know, like, and give give my perce- myself permission to rest. Like I I proved to myself time and time again through exercise and fitness what I'm capable of doing because of what I was capable of doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not against surgery. I'm not either. But I think it works. <laughs> but I am for getting it out the mud, like going to the gym, and because it does something else to you. It's not just oh well, I got my body right just by going to the gym. It it disciplines you. It makes you stronger mentally. Yeah. When you go through certain things in life, like it it makes you a stronger person. So like I you agree. could easily just go get cut up and you know, look fine, but. Mentally, you're not the same person as a person that just got it out the mud and, like, you feel different. Yeah. Now, I haven't gotten surgery, cosmetic surgery, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have had other surgeries, injuries, you know, tumor removal. 
And I didn't like how that made me look because it's not making me look better. So it did create a sense of insecurity. I still believe that getting surgery still, even the cosmetic surgery, still creates a sense of insecurity. I think it does. I think now you're insecure of going back to who you used to be. Mm, okay. And it's like, dang, if I ever look at her again, am I not going to be attractive? Is this mm. person I'm with going to leave me? Am I not going to get the attention that I get now? Are these people really here for me? Or are they not here because of what I look like? You know? And I think that plays in women's mind a lot. Or like, oh, my butt is so big now. Should I cover it up so that I can prepare to be more modest? Like, you got it that size, you know? Like, yeah. you know, I so I still think it comes with its own set of issues. You know, I don't think these women are now confident 100% of the time. I don't believe that. I have friends, that, and they're not always confident. They struggle with it, you know? And then surgery comes with pains, long-lasting effects, inflammation, scar tissue, mm-hmm. body aches, you know, things of that nature. So now you have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, I'm with you. I'm not against it. I feel like I am pro looking your best, feeling your best, whatever that means for you. But, like, you got to maintain whatever you invest in. So that still means going to the gym and eating right. Mm-hmm. You know, you still got to come see me. Mm-hmm. I used to have a model like, either come see me now or come see me later. But mm-hmm. you got to come see me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're going you to cross this bridge with me. You know, before the surgery, after surgery, whatever. Like, you still got to go through this process. Mm-hmm. Most women have to lose at least 20 pounds before they can even get the surgery. Because your body has to be able to withstand the trauma of the surgery. So if you can lose 20, you can lose 30. You can lose 40. Like, use that same motivation to get that surgery to not have to get the surgery. You know, and that's that's just my mindset, though. How important is it to stay in shape looking good, not only for self-confidence, but also being in a relationship? Listen. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) This is another controversial topic for me. So I believe... And this is, remember when you asked me, like, what makes you different and what is it about you? I really understand how visual men are. Mm -hmm. Like, I fully understand I can turn him all the way on or all the way off by simply how I look. I understand that. So, with that said, I feel like what you look like when that man meets you is who he is attracted to. Mm-hmm. He likes you. The more you change from that, the harder it is for him to be turned on sexually to you. And why wouldn't I want my man to be turned on sexually to me by sight? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, as you develop in a relationship, you you learn what his turn on and offs are, what he likes most about you, you know, and I can use that as my advantage. Or those are the things that I want to continue to enhance. And so I never want to be caught in a place where he's not attracted to me or he's looking at me like, oh, you didn't kind of fall off. Or I don't even look at you as much because mm-hmm. of now how you look mm-hmm. like that is as long as I can control it. God forbid I fall sick or whatever, you know, because life can happen, mm-hmm. you know, and then I think it's going to be less about him being attracted and more just about him being in love with me. But if I am healthy and well and I just choose to just say, forget it, I'm tired, I'm busy, and I don't want to, that's not my story. That's never going to be my thing. 
like especially because you know you you had a young lady on here recently that was talking about not liking the attention or being showed off or whatever in her own words and i i respectfully disagree like i know how it makes a man feel for for a man to show his woman off and other men to see her mm-hmm. it makes him feel like a king mm-hmm. like ooh, look at everybody looking at my lady and they can't have her and she come home with me and she ain't looking at y'all mm-hmm. but if you ain't looking like nothing ain't nobody looking <laughs> you know like they're gonna be like bro what's up mm-hmm. you know you want your boys to be like oh yeah i see why you go home her at night mm-hmm. you know like no offense but you looking real nice tonight like that strokes a man's ego i understand that so and once his ego is stroked you can kind of get whatever you want out of him you know so i just personally feel like Keeping yourself up to par, no pun intended, is extremely important in relationships. If you were 200 pounds when he met you, he likes you at 200 pounds. The closer you get to 250, 300, it's going to be a struggle for him. That I know for sure. I know that. Mm-hmm. And the relationship is not going to be the same. Because let's be honest, like the more weight women gain, the more subconscious they are. So like if I'm subconscious... I don't wear my clothes the same. Mm-hmm. I don't feel as sexy. I'm not putting on his favorite lingerie, yeah. turn the lights off, get under the covers. Like my body language is not the same because I don't feel as secure. If I feel good and in shape and fine, I'm going to present that energy. Mm-hmm. And that creates our own level of, of, of intimacy. We can feel that energy too. When yes. you don't really. I might not say nothing. We ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> but we feel it. We feel like when you're when you're super confident or when you're super insecure, you know, it shows like in bed or when we're out in public and it's like you kind of like shy and stuff like that. No, I don't. I don't want no chakra. I want you to be the the star of the show. I want you to walk in the room and take over. You know and, I, and I want to be the star. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that I'm the star here. You'll have your time to shine, mm-hmm. you know, but like. Certain settings, this is for me. Right. Let me shine because this is the thing. Like, if I'm shining, you shining. We're together. That's a fact. You know, so, like, I, I'm not outshining you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, and don't try to outshine me. But if I am shining, like, most people see a man's woman first. Then they see him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I believe that. Mm-hmm. If he shows up in the room with a woman, we see her. Then we see him. Mm-hmm. And so she represents him. So if you're not repping representing yourself to your best ability that's a reflection of him or this is another thing that people don't want to say if your woman don't look that good i think i can take her from you take him from her mm-hmm. i could be like oh yeah he ain't, mm-hmm. he ain't that serious mm-hmm. for her <laughs> like it's a go you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying if mm-hmm. she's confident look good Oh, yeah, I ain't fooling with that. Yeah. They good. You might, matter of fact, I'm going to compliment y'all. Y'all look good together. Mm. Figure this out. You know, like, make this work. Mm. But I don't want anybody feeling like they can challenge me because of what I'm looking like. Right, right, It's right. a tough challenge. You know? So that's just my take on that. I think women need to value their outward appearance more not that the inward appearance doesn't matter but Mm -hmm. like value the outward appearance a lot more and not just times when it's time to show up like at home too Mm -hmm. in the bedroom 
you know, whatever that we all know what our men really like, like the one thing that turns them on. Mm-hmm. Every man is different. Some men like scent, some men like feet, some men like butts, whatever that is. Accentuate that during the day at home. Like, and I, yeah, and I, I really think that keeps him in the house. I think so too. Cause outside, like once once we leave the house and now we gotta go look at all this beauty outside and I gotta come back home to It's a lot. It's a lot of temptation. It is. It's a lot of beauty out there. Even on Instagram. So social media and outside. Yeah. And y'all don't even have to leave your house to get fulfilled. Y'all can do it right on your phone. Right on my phone. And visualize and subscribe. Go we'll subscribe to OnlyFans. Come on now. I need you to subscribe <laughs> to me every night. <laughs> Let's make our own OnlyFans. And you got to know your man. You know, you got to know his sex le- sex drive. Yeah. If it's high, if it's low, like what he's into, what he, what has he been exposed to? Mm-hmm. So you know what you got to be doing, you know? And either you can either say, yes, I'm up for it, or no, I'm not. But if you're not up for it, you know that that comes with a price, you know? But um, that has never been an issue in our relationships at all. So other things have, but that part, I got that part. Handled mm-hmm. very well. I could tell. Thank you. How often do you work out? I try to at least five to six days a week. Just with anything, you could just jump rope and that'd be a workout. No, I mean I like full body workouts. I like to do cardio and resistance training. Obviously, I don't have time to do that all the time. So, like, if I have like, if I'm very short on time, at least like thirty minutes of cardio, mm-hmm. a good sweat. But like. It's not just about my appearance. It's about my health, like my mental health. Yeah. Releasing those endorphins makes me feel really good. Like, it gives me energy. It makes me feel good. It helps me get my state, my day started a little better. Um, it's just what I need. It's a piece of the puzzle of my day that I really need, mm-hmm. to be honest. Now, does your man have to be athletic or have to have that same um, mentality when it comes to, like, his health, his fitness not necessarily his health. I mean, obviously, I want you to be healthy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I find it very hard for me to connect and continue with a man that does not care about his body, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, because we're not going to spend a whole lot of time together. Like, I spend a lot of time in the gym. Right. You know, like, I like to play basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go play basketball. And guess what? I'm going to go play with men. And you're not going to come be my cheerleader. <laughs> so if you're either coming to play with me or you're staying at home and do not rush me and ask me what time I'm coming back. I don't know when I lose. And if I lose, I'm waiting for my winners. Like I need to get, get you know, like so like somebody who can just vibe and connect on that, like it just makes it so much easier for me. Mm-hmm. Cause those are my true interests. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody I got I ain't gotta look at like, so you just gonna look like that. Yeah, yeah. That you know, that does, it's never worked for me. It's never worked for me because I really am an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like still, like I just do athletics. Like yesterday I was jump roping in somebody's living room. <laughs> like it's just what I like to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I have a list of like what my ideal guy is and being athletic and liking basketball is on my list. That doesn't mean he has to be in, in the NBA, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I prefer like retired at this point in my life. Yeah. I'm not trying to deal with an active player, mm-hmm. but someone who can move around the gym, knows his way around the gym, knows his way around watching a game, 
Like, I should not be teaching you what's going on. Or you should not be disinterested and be like, let's put on Martin. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Patriots is playing. What do you mean? You know, like, we should not be divided when sports come on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's just me. You know, so, like, it's just... It's never happened because most guys I date are interested in sports, like sports, have played a sport at some point in their life, something along those lines, so it just works out. Does he have to be ready to, like, suit up and go make an NBA team? Absolutely not. That's unrealistic. But, like, to understand why, who, I can't keep explaining that to you. Mm-hmm. You just get it or you don't, <laughs> you know? And I used to have this rule. I mean, I kind of still do, but I don't. But I used to have this rule, like, if I can beat you in basketball one-on-one, I can never date you. Damn. I know. And every time I went against it, it didn't work out for me. <laughs> like, every time I ended up dating the guy that I could beat, it didn't work out. And it's more or less so, like, just a control, like, a. if if I can beat you in that, I don't, I like, I think I just lose respect for you. Damn. Like, every argument, I'm in my back of my head, like, <laughs> be, sit down. Like, <laughs> like, you just a little, like, like, you just a little dude to me, you know, like, <laughs> you'll never win this argument if I beat you in basketball. Like, I was listening to you, and you couldn't even beat me to 12, boy. crazy. You know, so, and I don't want a man to ever feel like I don't have genuine respect for him. But, like, because my my father, have you ever heard the saying, like, women date their fathers? Yeah. So, like, my father, extremely competitive, man's man. Like, he ain't letting me beat him in nothing. Like, and I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm used to that. You know, like, I desire that. You know, I desire that man to be that to my daughter. Yeah. You know, like, I can beat you in a sport. You're supposed to be just strong enough. Like, don't even let me get to the basket at this point. You know, <laughs> follow me, whatever you got to do to win the game. But, mm-hmm. like, so, but that's just my alpha female personality. Mm-hmm. You know, most women be like, uh-uh, let me win. Yeah. Don't let me do nothing. Show me who's boss. So, and I will probably respect you forever. You know, that's just me. So, like, let's say you met a guy that wasn't um, so athletic or, like, a little overweight. Are you, are you going to be the pushy one? I dated one? those guys. Are you going to push him towards that? Like, you need to do this. So get your ass in Typically, I wait for them to spark the conversation. Because mm-hmm. the way I move, it's motivating. Like, I know this. Yeah. And so they'll be like, I need to get in the gym with you. Okay, let me know when you're ready. Oh, bet. <laughs> you know, you want to go today? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I... I've learned enough about a man's ego to yeah. not be like, so you just going to be fat, you know, like I allow them to push that. And then mm-hmm. if they tell me a goal, I support it. I encourage it, mm-hmm. you know, and I try not to be too pushy. But if you like, man, I need to lose 10 pounds. Then in my mind, I'm celebrating. Mm-hmm. But I could be like, OK, well, let me know how I can help you with that. You want me to cook? You want to start coming to the gym with me? Like what time of the day? Going to the gym will work for you. Like, mm-hmm. I will fully support it. Mm-hmm. But it's never worked out with me and a guy that just naturally did not have a desire to go work out. I think, like, men who just care about their bodies just have, like, a different level of success and, like, a different swag. To be honest, they carry themselves different. They wear the T-shirts different. Mm-hmm. May not wear a T-shirt at all like mm-hmm. that. You know, like, just all of that, you know. Sex is different. Um, they're physically stronger. You know, their stamina during sex is way better. 
Like people, men forget like being in shape helps you in more ways than you think. You know what I like? I like when I'm naked <laughs> and I get praised like, damn, you look good. Mm-hmm. That's that, a good feeling. that is a wonderful feeling. Yeah, I agree with that. I love it. Yeah. And I couldn't, I think if I was overweight, I would be a little like subconscious about it. Yeah, I mean, I've been in both positions mm-hmm. where I was kind of overweight and a man may not have said anything because like maybe compared to the next woman, I really wasn't overweight. Yeah. But I was overweight for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel the same. I wasn't. I didn't feel as sexy. I didn't act as sexy. I mean, you don't want the lights on. Right. The lights are on. I don't want to look down at myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh-huh. I'm just different. When I'm in shape, my energy is, I'm a different vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, like, around, the just across the table. Um, and I think that's a positive attribute, to be honest. I think so, too. Can I, um... More. Get topped off. <laughs> First of all, this is literally, like, maybe my second class. Maybe. No, this is your third glass for the night. No, this is your fourth glass. This, that's false. Wait, wait, hold on. Nope. You haven't had this. What have you? Yes, you have. It's my first pour from this. So it's my third glass total. Third. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm positive. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I can drink like two bottles bottle. of wine. Two bottles. I ain't there yet. Usually when I'm drinking on these on these interviews, like people could tell. Like I get um, really like That's a good thing though. But like I have a high tolerance. Mm-hmm. Two bottles of wine is I'm still me. <laughs> three bottles, I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> like at all. And I've done three and it was like, okay, that is too much for me. Like shared three bottles, but that was a lot. And I just, I couldn't even remember things. You don't drink regular liquor? No, no. not anymore. How long has it been? Um, so I had a few shots on my birthday, mm. obviously. But like just, when did I stop? I have to say I stopped November of 2020. That's good. It's been about three years for me. It's two years. Yeah, it's going on three years for me. For liquor? Mm-hmm. What made you stop? One day I just said I'm not doing it no more. I was getting out of prison. Like, I was like did something happen? Uh-uh. I was, while I was in prison, like, we would make that little bullshit uh, liquor. Mm-hmm. I drink it from time to time, just get a little buzz or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? When I get out, I want to be just different. Yeah. I'm not drinking no more. I just wanted to stand out amongst crowds. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, everybody's drinking and drunk. I'm just that sober nigga. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think women like it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get high. I mean, not that I have against. I don't have nothing against people that smoke weed, but me neither. I just like being. I like having a sober mind for one, and I like standing out. You know what it is for me? I like to be in control of myself at all times. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed when I used to drink liquor. Sometimes I'm doing things that I not, may not necessarily want to be doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm doing them anyway. Mm-hmm. And the next day, maybe I'm regretting it or like I'm not as slow to respond 
when I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody offends me, I might need to react, react instantly when I'm drinking. Yeah. Versus when I'm sober, I can let it go. Mm-hmm. And I just got tired of combating that. You know, and I and what prompted me to stop drinking is I was going through a breakup and I was noticing like I just knew not noticing. I just knew if I was to drink, I was not going to be able to heal the way I wanted to heal. Mm-hmm. I cannot heal if I cannot feel anything. Drinking doesn't really allow you to feel anything. And so I knew I needed to feel what I was feeling in order to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I forced myself to just not drink and not go around me and all the other stuff. And I was like, I just have to feel feel this. And I can move past it. And it was like the greatest thing I could have ever did. I think a lot of women have um, are are alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't they don't they don't That's they don't see it. <laughs> right. Cause because our version of alcoholic is like on the street. <laughs> Yeah, wanting yeah, yeah. to get uh, yeah. old Irish every day from the gas station, like can't pay her rent because mm-hmm. she's drinking so much. Like if you drinking every day, you're probably alcoholic. Or if you drink, be not even every day, like past your limit, and you just keep going, and you just no longer have control. Like you might be alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. And I would agree. We we're 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 a lot of women like that out here. And it's okay. It's like a normal thing. Yeah. Until she do something crazy, or you the one watching her vomit yeah. at night and trying to figure out how she getting home, who she with, then it's just like, dang, mm. so, you know. But giving her the shot after shot after shot after shot was cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But then when she can't take no more shots, uh, she's just shot herself. Mm-hmm. Now it's a problem. <laughs> but I feel like women should know, like, yeah, that was my limit, and I'm good. Let me some water. You know, mm-hmm. like, I think that's responsible. And I like to be responsible. I like to be in control. And I don't want anyone to ever feel like you can you can sway me to do something because of some liquor. Right, right. Mm-mm, I'm way beyond that. Way beyond that. <laughs> if I'm doing something, it's because I just want to do it. Right. Right. Yeah, I never try to, I never try to, like, use liquor as, like, my um like my go to to like like have sex with women or some shit. You don't have to. They just want you, remember? They just <laughs> it goes down in your DMs and they pursue you and they just throw it at you and you put them in a category of where they can fit and that's it. That's you. You know me? I I know a little bit about you. <laughs> I know my experience. I'm just saying, like, I don't think you would have to. Most men like that. They don't have to use anything yeah. but their name, their status, their car, whatever it is, to get the woman to do what they want them to do. I like meeting women that don't know anything. About you? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I It's rare. Because yeah. of social media. But I love that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about you. Mm-hmm. At all. Just, oh, he has a podcast. Oh, he said something that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Follow him. You know? Like, I didn't know anything. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't also search and research people right. to figure out who they are. Like, I allow people to show me who they are. Mm-hmm. And then I deal with you accordingly, accordingly. Based on that. Yeah. Me too. But, you know, like... On Instagram, you can kind of like make a pre, 
you can just judge them based off their pictures, their lifestyle, what they got. Oh, well, this this type of nigga. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I know, like, going off my Instagram, I really don't show too much lifestyle, but you could kind of like tell. A what? Bit. Yes, you do. Me? Yes. What do you think lifestyle is? Me, like, like showing, like, on my trips, like, when I'm <laughs> out, like. I don't really show too much. Really just podcasts. Like I sometimes I might give a little something and then kinda like step back. But like you don't oh. see my, my day to day for real. Like I don't really post on stories and like what I really got going on for real. But why is that? I don't know, I like to stay mysterious. Hmm. I think it um it draws more people to me when I don't show so much and then when I finally do it's like they're kinda drawn in, like, damn, what is he doing? And okay. and I learned that from like reading books, Four Day Laws of Power, Art of Seduction. And I don't know, it works for me. As long as it's working for you. Works for me, being mysterious. Um, and I know how to work it well. So. Do you? You're single, mm-hmm. right? Why? Uh, one, because I haven't met a person that's just, that makes me want to just be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then two, like I have so much um, focus on this right here. I feel like if it's not the right person, they're gonna take away the energy that I have from this. And I don't want anybody trying to take anything from my dreams. And like I see where I can go in the next few years. It's like a relationship, not all of them, but it requires a lot. A lot of focus on another person. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta make sure that you're good. We gotta talk all the time. Like the people that I talk to, we got to talk all the time. We do. <laughs> I hate, like, literally think talking is a task. Like, no, but you know, like, podcast, sometimes like, I forget for a living. Sometimes <laughs> I forget to call people, and it's mm-hmm. not like that. I yeah, don't want That wanna, is the biggest pet peeve for me. Yeah, I don't, I, it's not that I don't want to talk to you. It's this, I'm, I'm just so in my zone. I struggle with that. Like, mm-hmm. I struggle with dealing with a man that cannot call me. Like, I, I just won't do it. Right. Like the last guy I really liked, he just he just didn't really like to talk and would not call. And I just it's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Honestly. We just couldn't we get we couldn't get past it. I get that. That's a that's a lot of women. Yeah, but it's like especially if like I can't just if it's long distance and I can't just like pull up on you yeah, or it's whatever. Different, different. Like if you're all the way over there, pick the phone up. Yeah. You know, if you're not picking the phone up, I don't believe you like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I don't believe you like me, I don't want to deal with you. If you if they don't pick up the phone, they don't like you. Yeah, I agree. Right. I believe that. Right. Now and I, they try to convince me otherwise. I'm just busy. I'm just opposite one. No, you were not. You're just another. You're trick. not that interested. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Just be transparent about that and stop wasting each other's time. But yeah, I just couldn't move fast, and they just felt like every time I brought up the whole thing about calling, I was complaining, tripping. We're doing good. We're in a good space, and you want to. I want to what talk? <laughs> like yes, I do. I might as well date a nigga in jail if I like give me a uh, what is it called a pen pal? Yeah. If I can't talk to you, you know, like I just I feel like so many women are settling just to have someone in their space yeah. that they're not requiring what they truly desire, and and I am not doing that. Like, give me what I desire, or get away from me. Because if you give me what I desire, I'm gonna give you what you desire. Like, it's going to be a fair trade, for sure. And probably even be fair. Like, I'm probably going to give you way more than you desire. 
But like, I can't give you anything if my basic needs are not met. So I don't know why y'all feel like talking is such a task. Like, it's how not can a, I like you if I don't talk to you? It's not a task. Because I love talking on the phone, but I can't speak for everybody. But sometimes I just can't pick up the phone. And, and that's, then, you can communicate that. That is true. <laughs> but if I don't communicate it, that means I just don't like you enough. I agree. All right. That's all that means. Not saying that I don't like you, just I don't really see seeing it going past then where we at. You don't see the importance of making the sacrifice. Right, investing yeah. this time. Right. Now, yeah. if anybody is watching this, not saying that I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he's talking about y'all. <laughs> not saying that For I those don't. of y'all who he has not called, you right. hear him. He does not think that you are worth the investment. No, no, I'm so just consider that. I'm just busy. Stop waiting on this man to call. He ain't busy. I'm busy. He ain't too busy. He ain't that busy. People make time for. My dad taught me this, and I'll never forget it. He taught me, you will never question when a man wants you, right? Because he will go out of his way to make sure that you know it. He mm -hmm. said, if you. If you're questioning how he feels about you, he's not the one. He ain't the one. And I truly believe that no man can convince me otherwise. I don't care what he got going on. Because mm -hmm. obviously what you have going on, I'm low on the tier. Yeah. You know? And yeah, you might be too busy because I'm not that important. And I just feel like if you can go days without speaking to me or hear my voice or whatever, we ain't doing nothing. We just playing. We just homeboys. We ain't dating. We ain't getting to know each other. Like, days? Days? Mm -mm. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I low-key hit you with your, who is this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, such and such. Oh, yeah, what's up? Mm -hmm. Definitely didn't even know who you were anymore. It's been days. But it's like, that's the one thing you shouldn't have to question. If you like me or not. Because I should feel that. I should see that. You can be busy and I can still know that you're thinking about me. Right. That you're interested in me. Like, I shouldn't be like, what have you been doing? Mm -hmm. Oh, I was doing blah, 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 blah. Not during that whole time. You didn't think one time about me enough to be like, can't wait to talk to you when I get done with it. You know, it could be the simplest thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so that doesn't work for me. Got to feel it. But I already told you, like, pressure has to be applied mm -hmm. for me to even continue to have anybody in my space. At least you know. Um, I think. Yeah. Not too many women had that, that person in their life to kind of, like, teach them that. But then, I mean, he didn't teach me a whole lot because he wasn't really around. Okay. But if you pay attention mm -hmm. to a man's habits mm. and mannerisms mm -hmm. and his routine, you can see. We, women convince themselves of their own narrative all the time. Oh, he just this and that, or yeah. oh, he gonna call me when, or oh, well, he said he just was busy. Yeah, busy with her. <laughs> <laughs> like he gonna get to you when he can. Mm -hmm. You know, like we just try to give men the benefit of the doubt, mm. and I am not really like that. I see it as face value. You either are doing or you're not doing. Mm -hmm. Period. I like that mindset though, like. Let's not waste time. Like, I'm not going to wait on yeah. you. Yeah, because this yeah. is the thing. Once you start calling me and I'm not answering, you're not going to give me that same, 
Oh, it's okay that you're busy. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be like, you won't see me calling you? For real. What's up? What's good? We good? Or what's going on? Where you at? You got another nigga? Right. Like, talk to me. Mm. Why? What you mean? I'm podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm focused on my podcast. You know, mm. give me a break. Like, you're not going to accept that from me. So, if you're not accepting it from me, why would I accept it from you? Mm-hmm. You know, but you got to be okay with accepting the hard truth of yeah i may not just be not not that into you and be able to move on from that some women don't want to accept that hard truth that he might not just be that into you it's hard for us to say it y'all don't say it yeah y'all just show it we just show it and then hope just wait for her to dwindle off and just fade away like and that's cool like because that's happened to me before i know i'm not for everybody and i don't take it personal but don't waste my time you know, I can accept, like, this just isn't it, you know, and you're looking for something else. You want to go in a different direction. I can accept that. But the lies of, no, I like you. I want you. I want you. You're just, I'm going to call you tomorrow. Like, no, call me tonight. <laughs> Find a way to do it tonight or tomorrow my phone is not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, like, show me, you know, or, or don't. And, and I'm going to see anyway. You know, if you just sit back, be quiet and pay attention, you'll get to see everything that you need to know. I believe that. Now, your ex-husband... Mm-hmm. Move to a different state for you. No, he. I didn't marry him. He was my fiance. But yes, he did. You never got married. Nope. Oh. I was married to somebody else. Oh. You didn't do your research. You didn't Google me enough. I didn't. I didn't Google it at all. I okay. Well, you gotta start. Googling I, I assumed you're yeah. probably the only person I can Google. Yeah. Pe- <laughs> it's not that many people that just. You know, people. Still. That's you know people assume a lot. But no, we never got married. Uh, we were supposed to had a wedding date set. Everything picked out months away from it. It didn't happen. I didn't walk down the aisle. Didn't, well, it, we didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So, but no, we were not married. Why you ain't make it? So there were things that I needed to see changed before we got married. And it did not. Can I ask you this? Did he have a, like a drug addiction while, during, or after? Most addicts are addicts. He, he still struggled. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to be honest. Like... It wasn't even so much his addictions. That man needed to learn how to be with himself. He had never. It, it was crazy because I remember he said to me one time, I have never slept by myself. I could not believe that. Like even when I would leave him and go out of town, he would have to like go to somebody else's house to be in the house of somebody. He really struggled with separation anxiety. And that stemmed from when his mother passed at a young age and he just never, he never dealt with it. And then um, other things that happened in his life piled on top of that. Like he's really suffered from separation anxiety and abandonment issues and rejection issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Which led to drugs. Because I remember meeting him saying, you know, I've heard all the stories of what you've done. I want to know why. I want to, I want to learn why you did these things. Because mm-hmm. there is a story behind every issue. Every choice has a story. So once I started learning why he was the way he was, it made sense. But the only thing that made sense was, bro, you need some help. You need some time with yourself. You need a, you need a mentor. You need a therapist. You need someone to help treat some of these areas. And I can't be that for you. I can hold your hand while you do it. I can support you while you do it. I cannot be the one to do it. And if you refuse to do it, I cannot do this. Mm. Because if you cannot be a healthy man, you cannot be a a husband. It's not possible. 
It's not. And that was a harsh reality. Like, I broke my own heart walking away from that relationship. Because he didn't, like, do something to me. It was what he was doing to himself. You know, that was making me look like, this man is traumatized. He's, like, traumatizing himself. Mm -hmm. He can't handle things. Like, um, he just had, you know... So, like, I have my own areas of unhealing, right? We all do. But he hadn't even started the process. And so, one thing I learned um, in that relationship was, you know, I can't dictate things that happen. Like, you have to make your own decisions, and then I can support them or not support them. So, everything you choose to do has to be your idea, if it's my idea, I am then going to be the only motivation as to why you do this. If I'm telling you every day, would you clean up, clean up, and you get up and clean up because I make you. If I'm not there for a week straight, you ain't about to clean up. Remember when we was kids, we would clean up right before we knew yeah. our parents were about to come home because mm -hmm. that's not who we were. Mm -hmm. We just knew we don't want her fussing. We got to clean this house up. So 30 minutes before she come home. But I'm not really a clean person if I'm not cleaning just because something is dirty. Mm -hmm. So if you're only sober because I want you to be, yeah. you cannot sustain that sobriety. I cannot babysit you through this. You truly desire to be high. And so the first chance you get to get high, you're going to do that. And so you have to figure out, do you want to be sober? It's a yes or a no. If it's a yes, cool. How, what is your process of doing that? Mm -hmm. This, 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 and that. Cool. Great. When do you want to start that process? January. Cool. January what? Like, all of this had to be his own idea. Right? And this was a conversation we had with our therapist. So, not my idea. I'm just expressing to you my issues in this relationship and how it can be solved. That's it. Take it or leave it. You have to say, okay, I do see how this causes the issue. I don't want this to be an issue anymore. I'm going to fix the issue. Period. That's all that can happen. Once you make the choice to not move forward with that plan... You lost me. Because now you're telling me you don't want this relationship to work. You don't respect my desires, my wishes. You don't fully want me to be happy. You know how this makes me feel. And you're doing it anyway. That is a problem for me. And I have to be very careful with who I involve in my life because I have children. And they're watching me. And him. And how we operate. And how they treat him how that man treats himself is going to be necessarily how he treats my kids. And I need my kids to see a figure that they want to become, not that they're trying to not be. And all of that plays a big role in can I marry this man or not? So it sucked, but it really was just like, he's not ready to grow in the areas that would require him to be the husband he needs to be for me. Mm -hmm. For another woman... She may be okay with that. Just not for me. So, you know, that was just that. And it sucked because, like I said, it's not like he was beating me, cheating on me. It wasn't like a thing he was doing to me. Yeah. He treated me better than any man has ever treated me in my life. Hands out. He set the bar very high. Like, so now I'm just like, oh, you're not going <laughs> like, to fly here? Oh, I don't want to see you then. Like, you know, like he went through so many different things to mm. prove to me, I want you. I don't want her no more. I mm. want you. Let me show it to you. You can't tell me that. Show me that. Like, I should be able to feel how much you like me with my eyes closed. 
with my ears shut. Like, I should feel that. My ears don't work. Show me what that looks like. And he did. And so now it's like, yeah, I'm real picky now. Because if somebody like that can make all these different changes and really didn't have to, because he could pick whoever he want, but he made these changes to really prove to me how much he wants me, I don't want to settle from that. I don't want anything less. It don't have to be the same changes, but it still has to be a change. It still has to be a man saying, I'm willing, like, you're worth the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You're worth us fighting for this relationship. And because um, I'm old school, so I believe women should be pursued. Women are the prize. You know, women bring a lot of value to the relationship. A man can only be truly successful with a strong woman. Like, I believe all these principles. So if you don't feel that way, what am I here for? Sex? That's nothing. Anybody can do that, you know. So um, because of that, it was tough. And I, and I, I truly hope, like, one day he can figure that out. Because I feel like what he truly desires in a relationship is going to require a healthy him. Now, was it, was it crack? Um, I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to, like, he, he liked to smoke weed. You know, like, he just liked to be high. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. He just liked to be high. He just needed to be high. And the crazy thing was, he got sober for a very long time. A total different man. Like, wow, you really like this, huh? And he enjoyed sobriety. The problem is, if you're not in a program, if you don't have a sponsor, if you don't have any systems in place, life hits you, you use it again. Right back. You know, like you have to have a, it's just like as an athlete, mm-hmm. if I have an injury that's nagging, if I'm not icing, if I'm not taking anti-inflammatories, if I'm not stretching, if I don't go see my trainer before I go home, any little move, sudden move, I'm re-injured and I'm right back where I started. This is why rehab even for athletes is important. Like all of that plays the same when you have addictions or issues and it's just like i can't be your sponsor like i can't mm-hmm. be that you have to get your own when we get to other cities and you have triggers how you gonna handle that trigger mm-hmm. you know if you don't know how to handle that trigger you're not gonna handle it you're gonna re- relapse and then relapsing comes with shame and now we're going through the whole cycle of shame and i'm you know it's just a lot i guess still in contact i said friends no it's just it's dead no it's dead for me, I have no desire to communicate with someone like that. See. I wouldn't. Now, I'm not against it. Mm. You know, it's just the state he's in now. There's nothing to talk about. And, and he also fully understands who he has to be to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. So. I am for being his friend one day, Mm. but when he's ready to be a healthy man, I will be the best friend ever. You know, like I'm, that's just who I am. It's my personality, but it doesn't benefit me to stay in communication with somebody who really ain't even in communication with itself. That's a bar. (laughs) (laughs) That is a bar. Not in communication with yourself. Mm-hmm. I got one more question. You say you never got cheated on. 
I'm yes, I've been cheated on. Oh, you have. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll say this: it was like I was cheating. We was living several places. I mean, I don't even know if that's called cheating. But in my serious relationships, no, I have not. How do you know? Cause you know when you getting cheated on. Do you? Yes. How you know? You seek. You look. You pay <laughs> attention. You inquire. Uh-huh. You know, so the one time I was um, I was living in Cleveland. This guy was in L.A. It's around the long distance thing. I knew he had something going on. I had something going on. You know, like, but the difference was it's not going to fall in your lap. You know, I'm being very honest and transparent with the men that I'm dealing with. He just could not do that. But, like, yo, your routine changes. Like, you just know. Like, there's stupid reasons why you can't answer your phone or your phone is mysteriously dead, you know, or whatever. He just know. But that didn't bother me because it's like, because I'm unwilling to move there. I almost expected it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, we're just doing what we can from different States. But in my marriage, within my relationships where I'm living with this man, you know, we're really in a committed relationship. No, it has not ever happened. It's why not. is that? Is it because they're afraid to lose you? I mean, their words, not mine. I mean, mm-hmm. I have my own perception, mm-hmm. but I have been told, yes, they feel like if they cheat, I will not forgive them and I will leave them. They've also said they did not, they could not stomach thinking about me being with another man. So I'll be honest, um, in my last relationship, we would argue, you know, this wasn't the healthiest thing, but. This is sometimes the way I coped with things. I would put you at, like, they were, we were standing in my house. To avoid an altercation, I would just put you out. I don't care where you're going. You're getting out. I would change my number. I would block you, whatever. I'm cutting off communication. And I could do that for weeks. So during that time, I remember it was one particular time. His friends is reaching out. They were Instagram calling me, you know, because I didn't change my number. they like, yo, like, he trying to reach you. What's up? Mm -mm. nope reach me for what and he would not let it go and so he eventually i eventually let him through my line he's begging to come home why why you want to come home you want to hang out with your boys you don't want to be responsible you're doing that ain't you living a life and so obviously i let him come back and when he came back i asked him like why are you so pressed to get back here when what i allowed you to do is what you said you wanted to do and you know his reason was I kept pinching you with another guy and I couldn't take it. <laughs> and I knew eventually it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I knew if I stayed another day, somebody was going to notice I wasn't in that house no more. And I was like, that was your motivation <laughs> to come back here? It's all the motivation we need. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I understood that, mm-hmm. you know. So if they really feel like I'm going to move on or I have options. Mm-hmm. And then one guy... In the beginning, like during our dating stages, like, you know, we're having sex, we're dating, but we're not really committed. He doing his thing, whatever. Um, I remember like it would be days where I think he's just wavering the idea of being in a relationship with me. And so he would disappear for a few days or whatever. I would just go on a date. Like I would just be out with somebody else and he would hear about it. Or somebody would tell him like, yo, Sabrina's here. I thought y'all was kicking it. Tough. While he with a girl, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But no man cares about that. And I remember him saying to me, like, all right, I don't like that. Like, 
what I got to do for you to just pick me? Make it official. I'll cut everybody off. Until then, I'm dating. In this city. And you're going to hear about it and you're going to see it. And they're probably going to have more money than you and look better than you. And that's just what it is. So, and in that moment, he was like, done. I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear that. I don't like that. I don't like how it made me feel. I lost sleep. I don't like it. You know, so he then later, years later, you know, we had both been married, divorced or whatever. He explained to me like... Yeah, I just hated how that felt, imagining you with somebody else. And I knew you had options beforehand, so you definitely going to have options afterwards. So I just didn't even want to play around with that. And then obviously he mentioned, they mentioned our friendship. The fact that I'm like their homegirl. He can relate to me. He doesn't feel like he has to leave his house to talk about football, talk about work, mm-hmm. to drink, catch a vibe with his girl. Like he can do that in the house. And then the fact that I keep myself up, mm-hmm. um, all these things played a role into why it's like cheating on me would be betraying them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying it will never happen because I'm young. I haven't remarried. It could happen to me. Um, I'm human. The person I marry will be human. How I'll respond to it, I don't know. I personally... Like, I never recovered. That long-distance guy, when I found out he had something going on, even though I had something going on, I never recovered from that. Never. Until this day. Like, I could not. He was like, Sabrina, you was doing your own thing, so what? (laughs) They knew about you. They knew Mm -hmm. when he called, y'all got to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Like, they knew you're the most important. The women you were dealing with, you tried to make it seem like I didn't exist. You tried Mm -hmm. to make it seem like I was not a thing. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't even make a cognitive decision on how to deal with you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling these men, listen, there is one guy you 100% have to worry about. If he called his phone, I'm going outside to take this call. Take it or leave it. Ain't no way. Hey, but you'll be honest. I mean, honest, honesty goes a long way. No, it does. Like, he might be hurt at first and be like, who do you think you is? But like, all right, I respect that. Especially if that guy is not trying to be in a relationship with me. He can't do nothing but respect it. You ain't trying to be my man, so why are you concerned about what I'm doing with my actual man? Right. right. Like, that's selfish. You have your cake and eat it too and be quiet, you know? <laughs> like, but no, he calls his phone, I'm answering. And I was younger, you know, but, it's, but it was still like, I never got past that level of betrayal because I felt like you made those women believe there was nothing, there was nobody. They didn't even have a choice. Like, you were able to lie about me to please somebody else. Like, I never got over that. Mm. But I also understood if I'm refusing to move there and fully commit to the relationship, what do I expect? You're a man. You have needs. You have desires. Like, it's my job to fulfill them. So now I don't play around with that. Like, if I'm dating somebody and if it boiled down to, hey, I live in Phoenix and... If we're going to make this work, you got to move to Phoenix, then I'm going to Phoenix. Period. Or I'm not going to date you. Or you got to come here. No, depending on whose job is most important or the least flexible, I'm going where you are or you're coming where I'm at to make this work. Or I can't then say that I'm committed to this relationship. And he has to put a ring on it. That's never been an issue for me. Patchouli ring. Something. <laughs> I need to get rid of the ring that I have now. <laughs> like it's just sitting in my jewelry box. 
I haven't decided if I was going to make it into another piece of jewelry or not. Or just wear it sometimes when I'm just feeling like having a little bling on. I haven't decided. And guess what? It's mine to make the decision. It is yours. Yes. Mm. And mm. they would not dare ask for it back. So, you know, it's just sitting there for now. Well, Sabrina, man, I think I love you. Not in that way, because I, you know. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she wanted me at first, y'all, but. Oh, you're going to be a little honest. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Why did you think I wanted you? Tell these people. No, y'all, he thought, like, <laughs> like he, he hit me with the, I have women, multiple women, I have things going on. I'm like, that's cool, because mm -hmm. I'm just wanting to talk about whatever we were talking about. Like, no pressure here. Like, this man really think I want him. We were talking in DMs, and <laughs> all I was asking, we was just having a casual conversation, asked about some jump ropes, and she was like, look, just call me or text me or something. Here's the number. And, but she was so aggressive she was like writing real fast and just when the number came i was like man this lady trying to get me mm. and i'm just going based off you know your pictures you know what I'm saying? like you, you judged me i did that's cool you know i had to I had to I had to check it real quick like you listen i don't want none of that i got shit going on mm. and i said oh is that right <laughs> <laughs> okay thanks for letting me know mm -hmm. but yeah but so it was one of these things like I'm busy. Mm -hmm. In order to see your DMs, I'm just showing you. I'm not about to read nothing. <laughs> In order to see your DMs, my phone got to stay open. Yeah. I got to keep. So I'm just like, oh, shoot. Here, just text me. You know, so at least mm -hmm. I get the notification. Because, first of all, I don't just hand my number out to men that I think are interested in me anyway. Like, yeah. I didn't even think you was interested. I think we just having an entrepreneurial conversation. Real talk. Mm -hmm. You asking me about certain things. I'm asking you about certain things. We just having a little business conversation. Oh yeah, I can, we can. You can text me for that. Yeah. Then when you hit me with the before before we get started, <laughs> I'm seeing people. And I wouldn't even tell it like a normal female. I think you just had like a strong presence about yourself. Like I wouldn't even told anybody that. I do. I do. What is that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes like, I love it about me, mm -hmm. and sometimes I just be like, "Wow, why?" Because I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just naturally who I am. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I don't want it to come out, I have to like be intentional to like scale it back. Yeah, which is hard, <laughs> you know. But like naturally, I'm just moving fast, talking fast, authoritative, very blunt, you know, yeah. just direct in everything, mm -hmm. and it can come off like you. Heavily mistaken. Heavily and, mistaken. And so I had to check, had to bring you on down. I think she still want me. No, I had to definitely bring you down. Until you got to a point where you went from, yo, I got stuff going on. <laughs> like, you're going to be number 18 on the list. Mm -hmm. Cool with that to, when can I take you to dinner? Mm hmm now we getting somewhere. Now he, oh, he is respectful. Have some sense. <laughs> you know, like, he had no sense coming at me like that. He didn't even say hello. Just hey, it's just uh, oh Jonathan. I, I got stuff going on. You cool with that? Like what, boy? Bye. You won't even see me. <laughs> like I can apologize. You it's know. fine. I, I and I, I, I respect humility. So when you finally got to a place of. 
recognize who you talking to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My bad, my bad. You know, my and bad. you was just like, <laughs> if you ever in town, hit me up, let's go to dinner. Mm -hmm. Cool, yes, that's a great place to start at. You know, and so don't make that mistake with another woman. Like, don't judge her by her pictures. Mm -hmm. She could just be marketing. Right. Whatever right. she's selling. She ain't might, might be selling herself. Mm -hmm. You know, she could just be stuck in the facade of everybody else who look like that. <sighs> you know, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't. What was your perception of me? <laughs> oh, so what did you just thought about? You don't want to say it? No, no, no. Um. <laughs> Sack chaser. Um, okay, the usual. Um, you know, just, just, just after, just. I mean, I'm, I know I'm younger than you, so like, just. I don't know. Wanted some sex for me? I don't know what the fuck mm. I thought, but. Mm, that's crazy. I know. I get it. I be looking. Sometimes I go through my page and be like, which post do they be having me fucked up? Like, I was looking through your post like, damn, what is it? Like, like what do y'all see? Like, I'm on here running routes with athletes, right. jump roping. I don't know what it is. Like, what on here is showing y'all that I am trying to bag y'all? I don't know. If anything, I'm talking about all this woman empowerment and sis let him go. I should be turning like I don't understand. It's just a look. Like y'all can't get past a look. Cause if I was doing the same exact thing on my page and I was not easy on the eyes, you would have never thought I wanted you. You would have nah, never. I wouldn't. You would have never felt like, oh, she's after me. Right. right. You would have thought like, oh, she's probably gonna be a a good business part partner. Yeah, yeah. We could probably get some money together. Mm hmm. And that's so crazy because it's like, mm -hmm. cause I look like this. Half the time I'm jumping, I have on a scully. Like, yeah. I don't even always be about the pretty. Like, it don't even matter the pictures that you do. <laughs> I think the all white cat suit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta put a little something on here and there. You know, I gotta show that I can, I can do a little something, but mm -hmm. it's like, majority of the time, I'm not all about just being cute. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm trying to be motivational and things of that nature. Like, cause I'm not all about that. Like, I don't wear makeup every day. I don't do my hair every day. Like, yes, I do care about looking good, but I'm at the gym with the mm -hmm. boys sweating and throwing up weights. Like, that's me. Mm. It's hard to figure out though on your page. Like, it's like you can't really tell, but you're gonna go with the first thought. You know, like fuck it. I know, I know. It's, this what it is. I wonder how can I change that. How can I change somebody's first impression? Mm. How can I change that? Just like wear sweats every day or something? I mean, going based off your page, no. But in conversation, it it doesn't have a, a definite angle. It's like, okay, what the fuck is we really talking about? <laughs> where, where are we going with this conversation? <laughs> Do you want me or not? You want to be friends? What, what the fuck is it? Maybe you start off a conversation like, hey, man, I think you're a cool person. Just what it is. Like you. Yeah. That's what you did. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you keep it like that, then. I'm attracted yeah. to you, but mm -hmm. <laughs> you're 18th on the line <laughs> right now. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really get into how to change it, but it just, I think it's very strange because I'm just like, that's be the furthest thing from my mind. Like, I am not, I'm no longer turned on by just attraction anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm so beyond that. 
Everybody attractive. And guess what? Everybody gets some money too. That is true. Everybody got some money and look good. Now what? That's everybody across the board now. Mm-hmm. I can't mess with all y'all. My vagina would not work if I accepted every rich, attractive guy. I have to. So with some guys, and I love this analogy because it's so good. So I'm going to use it on you. So if you ask me out to dinner, which you did, and there are seven other guys that asked me out to dinner, why am I going to go to dinner with you? Hmm. You want me to answer that? Yes. <laughs> I don't know you. You're just literally hitting me up saying, I want to take you to dinner. Six other guys hit me up and said, I want to take you to dinner. Same day. Why am I picking you? I don't know why, but... Exactly. I don't know why either. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Mm. But y'all all offer the same stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't feel anything about y'all because y'all have not separated yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you say to me, what's your favorite restaurant? What's your favorite thing to do? When are you free? Let me pay for your babysitter. What do you need right now? If I say a break, let me give you that. I'm going to go to dinner with you. So in most cases, with women like me, we either go to dinner with all seven of y'all <laughs> and just do the dinner or we're beyond that and don't go with none of y'all because y'all all offering the same thing and it all appears to be the same thing. And so if you're not separating yourself from the other person, you're not, you're not worth my time. That's real talk. Everybody is online saying the same thing. I don't want to go with none of y'all. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's a no. Mm. But the person, and, it's just, and this goes for women too. If every woman is saying, I want to make love to you. Okay, well, are you going to make love to me better than her? Because she offered that at five, it's seven. You know, mm. like, once people realize I have to set myself apart, but to even do that to me, you have to realize I'm worth setting yourself apart. Mm. And you have to see that in me. You know, like, but I cannot date all of y'all. I cannot date. I'll be dinner to death. I'll be fat all these dinners. If I accepted every, I posted something recently. It was funny, but I was serious. And I, some guy was like, can I go to dinner? Can we go to dinner? I was like, I'm not doing dinners right now. It was funny, <laughs> but. I'm not doing dinners right yeah, like, now. I'm not doing dinners right now. <laughs> you know, but it's just like, y'all going to dinner me to death. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to go to dinner with you? Right. I'm on a diet. I don't like to eat past a certain time. Like. What is going to make me want to get dressed, go to dinner with you, have a good time? Why? Just because you asked me? Mm. Like, everybody asks. That's the first thing people do. Mm. But when it's more so like, man, I, I want, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in getting to know you. I'm interested in what you like, what you desire. That makes me look like, hmm, say, say more. Okay, well, I have a window on Friday. You know, or uh, I love the question, what do you need right now? Hmm. Uh, this, uh, that, you know, whatever. Okay, well, I can't do that, but here, let me do this. Like, that is like, oh, he's interested in me. Hmm. Just consider that the next time you're trying to shoot somebody DMs and tell them they want you, you know, like, just figure out how, how can I separate myself from Beautiful women get at least 10 DMs a day. Mm. Could be more. 
But on average, I'm, I guarantee you, every single day, 10 different men DM her. Ooh, if I could only, I want you. Can we go? Can I get to know you? Blah, blah, blah. All day, every day. Why am I answering yours? Why are you gonna why are you gonna get a yes for me? Look at me. Look at me. We can have this argument. We can do this. <laughs> I look so good I can't see you, so what's next? <laughs> what, what can I see with my eyes closed? That is true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if we get past all this surface stuff mm-hmm. and really the problem with relationships now is everybody wanna feel good. And don't nobody want to make nobody feel good. Mm. Like if I start leading into, oh, I just want to make him, I want to make him happy. Then he'll reciprocate that energy and vice versa. I think so. But we're all like, what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. How does it going to work for me? And then don't even reciprocate the energy back. Right. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. now I want somebody else to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to call you back when I want that again. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's the world that we live in now. But so now I don't, I have a lot of male friends because it's like, y'all ain't separating yourselves from each other. Y'all can be my homie. I can do a, a lunch date <laughs> with you. <laughs> lunch dates are safe. Mm-hmm. It give you the whole rest of the day to find you the girl that you're going to spend the night with. Mm-hmm. I'm not even cutting into your night. Get rid of me by four. You got a whole, you can set it up all day. Meet her at eight. You're good. You know, lunches are safe. But like dinners and Move over, you know, all that late night with the drinking and all, you know, catching the vibes. Like, yeah, why I want to do that with you? <laughs> what did you do for me to, you know, like, why are we doing this? Mm. That That is what I'm asking myself. Like, mm, yeah, I don't know. I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. Or I literally when if I get in town and I have time, I'll hit you. And and that is who I am at heart, cause I gotta be, or I be blue blown through, ran through, just ran <laughs> down, <laughs> like mm. really the person on the picture, like she is ran down, mm-hmm. like, and I can't be that girl, so I have to be very selective with who's a friend, who can't be anything, and who is worth getting to know and pursuing, straight up. And I think if more women figured that out, mm-hmm. they would be less, they would have less issues. Like you can't control what a man is going to do, but you can't control how you respond to it. And I won't respond as bad or as hurt if I just know like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. I didn't give him too much anyway, so it don't matter. You expect it. Right. Mm-hmm. He ain't come correct and whatever, you know? Yeah. It's been a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sabrina, you're a great person. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I had a whole different perception of you before I met you, and now I think like we're gonna be great friends. I agree. I think so. I agree. That's why I said I love you. Just looking at you, I'm just you know looking at you as you talk, like the way you move. I. I have a different perception of you as well. You thought I was arrogant. No, you were. Were. I mean, you may still be, mm-hmm. but just not towards me. Right. Like, you don't, that that thing you had with me as far as you having to, like, lay these ground rules so that I won't get too attached to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's gone. <laughs> like, now you might be in the space of, how can I even get her to, <laughs> to talk to me and continue to talk to me? 
not maybe that dramatic, but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> how can we be friends? Mm-hmm. How can we build a friendship? You know, yeah. whereas before, I don't think that was your thought process. No. And that's fair because I didn't judge you, though. Like, I just listened to what you said and I was like, oh, he's tripping. <laughs> oh, he think it's that. He think this that's like I'm her, huh? Okay, that's fine. Mm. I've been down this lane before, mm-hmm. you know, and this is how I have such good male friends. Cause they all go through that whole I thought you wanted me process and then I learned you didn't and then you became a homie. Mm-hmm. Now I help you pick the girl that you really want, you know, like or whatever. Now I'm your wife's best friend, or whatever the case is, because it's not always about that. And I know that every date is not my husband. Every guy is not my husband. Every attractive guy is not a person I'm supposed to pursue. Like, I know that. Some women feel like any guy they meet, any swipe rights and likes, <laughs> oh, he the one. Mm. He may just be a one for something. You know, whatever that is. He may be your new house plug, your new AAA plug, whatever. You mm. know, like, get to know the man. Before you just decide, oh my God, this didn't work out, I'm whole heartbroken. Like, it was never supposed to work out. You just never know. Or somebody can be totally off my radar and end up sweeping me off my feet. Mm-hmm. That happened to me. And I'm like, what? How did I get here? Hmm. You know, like, but none of that can happen if you just don't openly get to know the person and be friends with them. Hopefully that does happen to me soon or then later. <laughs> I'm a little over being single, to be honest. Yeah. How long has it been? Almost two years. Hmm. I'm not complaining about the time frame because mm-hmm. it's needed. I like to mm-hmm. have space between my relationships, but I am not the girl that's like, I don't need no man. No, I need a man. Mm-hmm. There's certain things as a woman I should not be doing, and I'm tired of doing those things. We all need somebody. Oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. God created us to be in relationships with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want a man. I need a man. He needs me. Where are you? <laughs> you know, I'm not in a rush. <laughs> Where art thou? But, you know, I would love to share my life and these things I have with someone. I would love to build that. And mm. I hope it happens for me. I think it will. You're such a sweet person. Yeah, but I'm Strong also intimidating. Person. Very. And. Just the eyes. <sighs> so Just many, the eyes and the haircut. So many. Challenging. Mm-hmm. Difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I hear all these words, so. Difficult. Difficult. It's only diff- difficult for a guy that is. Um, Ain't ready. Yep. Not strong enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ain't serious. Ain't really made a decision mm-hmm. on me and what he gonna do with me. So I'm okay with being difficult, but I know what I want. And um, I have boundaries in place for a reason. And I don't want them crossed. So, man, I like my boundaries. And he may feel like, oh, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Because that last girl didn't do anything. But that's another story. We're trying to end the podcast. Clearly. Thank you, Sabrina Parr. Um, we ain't do no name dropping, too. That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try to stay You did a good job with that. <laughs> the one celebrity. <laughs> the one ex. <laughs> The other one you were married to. <laughs> Great job. Mm-hmm. They gonna have to filter through trying to. Yeah, they gotta Google this shit. Who yeah. was she talking to right yeah, here? Yeah. <laughs> Put the dates together and shit. Uh huh. All of that. Yeah, trying to make it all about you. Thank you. Not Love try to that. not try to give anybody else no cloud power or anything. Come on. Hence why I never do it myself. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-mm, you ain't getting no post out of me. <laughs> All right, so see y'all later, man. It's been like two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah, you could talk. It's two and a half hours. Did it feel like that long to you? Uh-uh. Like when I looked, it was an hour, and then when I looked back up, it was two hours. Can you understand why now why I say like not talking to me or on the phone is a deal breaker for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a lot to say. <laughs> it's just important. Like it communication is. is important. It is. And I feel like through communication is when you learn people for yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like you can't do that. I can't do anything. All right. But time flies. <laughs> We're having a good conversation. Rich and Unemployed Uncut. Make sure you guys follow Sabrina Parr. Get up to par. Mm-hmm. As you know. Check out her tea. Like, who doesn't want to get up to par? Who doesn't? No pun intended. <laughs> um, check out her, her tea. Yes. Uh-huh. Also called Sabrina's Detox Tea. Mm. The best. All natural. Mm-hmm. No chemicals. Hand-picked herbs. Mm. Literally works from the inside out. I have been using this tea. Mm. It's the way I'm able to like Drink and eat and indulge yeah. and still keep my figure, mm. to be honest. It's a cheat code, y'all. Cheat code. And also, if you're in Atlanta, she's a trainer. Make sure y'all get with her. I'm selective on... Okay, my bad. Who I trained. <laughs> Hit up first. <laughs> don't just pull up. <laughs> Please don't. All right, we're trying to play Uncut until we meet again. We out.